we be casting off now? Hello and welcome to the From the Spirit World podcast, a legendary Avatar The Last Airbender and the Legend of Korra podcast for OverlyAnimated.com. We are here podcasting episode by episode on the new Netflix live action series. Uh, Whether the show is great, terrible, or anything in between, it's going to be fun to talk about it. With the old From the Spirit World crew, new podcasts generally will be out every Friday, Monday, and Wednesday for the next few weeks while we are going through the eight-episode first season that just dropped. I am your host, Dylan, and today I'm joined by Mel. Hello. Sam. Hello. Delaney. Hey, y'all. And Allie. Hi. Uh, Yes, we're here talking episode two of the Netflix Avatar show, Warriors. Uh, We previously podcasted on the premiere of the new Netflix live-action Avatar The Last Airbender series. Uh, You can not miss any of our podcasts by subscribing to one of our many feeds where I'm posting this. You can search From the Spirit World or Overly Animated anywhere. Uh, You listen to podcasts to to get the feed and subscribe to these podcasts. There's a dedicated feed just for this podcast series. There's the From the Spirit World feed, which also has the all the old From the Spirit World podcasts, and I'm now adding on top of that. So very exciting. Subscribe to any of those or on the main Overly Animated feed to get all these podcasts. We are only watching up to the episode that we, well, some of us, that we're covering here. Um, spoilers only up to episode two, Warriors. Um, and please, no spoilers past this episode in the comments. There are some changes. Um, that being said, we'll be in full spoiler territory for the original Avatar and also Korra throughout this podcast series. And you can send us your questions and comments to read on the upcoming podcast to podcast at overlyanimated.com and put in the title of the email what episode there are spoilers up to. Um, and that'll be great. We have some feedback to read at the end of this one. But first, we're going to get into everything from Warriors. Um, Warrior Mel, Cats. What was that? Warrior Cats. No. <laughs> no cats here. Uh, but we'll talk about Momo, I guess. Anyway, Mel. Uh, what did you think of this uh, second episode? <clears throat> um, I thought it was improvement from the first one, um, just because it seemed to be more aware pacing-wise of what it wanted to do. Um, I still have a lot of the same issues with the characterization, dialogue, and all that stuff, but um, I did enjoy the sort of, like... I guess we'll call it world building or backstory or what have you um, that I previously did not know. Perhaps some people might have already known it. All right. From a book. It's like one. Um, it's like one line. But, but um, yeah, I mean, it's it, it, it was it was an improvement on the last episode. Nice. Uh, Delaney, what did you think of this episode? I really enjoyed this episode. I loved it a lot. I thought it was really funny. And I had a lot of fun with it. Like I, I had to keep pausing and, and like like kicking my feet because Suki and Sokka were so cute. Kicking your feet, looking because at they're Suki. so cute. Literally, totally so, my hair kicking. Did my you feet. find them? Was that part of the part you found funny, or were it other parts? There were other parts, but also no. I also thought that part. Like I also thought all of that was funny, and it was super cute. And yeah, I just really enjoyed it a lot. And also, yay, Momo. The Momo gags are great. I want them to keep doing them. I want it to be super serious. And then Momo is just harassing Sokka. Momo's the only comedic element. Um, 
Yeah. I mean, Suki being like awkward and being like, I'm going to flirt with this boy by beating him up was A plus. Need a woman like that. Also, I'm gay for Suki. Okay. And your wife, but. <laughs> Presumably. Presumably. Um, I mean, it's I not. Am, Tanya, so Tanya didn't watch it with me because she had to go to work. I am going to make her watch it tomorrow. So you We're cheated gonna... on her. I'm just kidding. <laughs> We're going to watch uh, episodes two and three. Okay, nice. I was going to force her to watch it because she was like, where's Momo? Yes, so. we found out. We discussed and that was immediately answered. So that was wonderful. <laughs> um, Allie, what did you think of Warriors? Um, I, I had a good time. I think pretty similarly to what Delaney and Mel, Mel were saying about um, the, the pacing is better here. I also found myself laughing at like Sokka's being silly. I also still have issues with like some of the dialogue and character interactions that seem not just like because they're different from the original, but some of them are more muted to like compared to like the original in the sense that like a lot of the defining characteristics are not as prevalent prevalent. I don't, I never, I mess that word up all the time. Um, this was where uh, though Ian Sokka's actor really started to grow on me. Cause even with like, I'm sure we'll get into this, like the removal of his being like, really sexist like girls can't fight blah 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 I don't think it was necessary here um that said I don't know if it made the Suki Saka interaction suffer for from it I it wasn't terrible but it was slightly less believable I mean it kind of it kind of makes sense because like supposedly this is like the only man she's ever seen and like sure why not fall for him I guess um <laughs> I think like their their interactions were good though we'll get into it um it was a good time. Definitely better than the pilot, but pilots are hard to work with. She still beat him up, which is really all I wanted. So. Yes. Oh, also, I will say, I think I'm the only single one on this podcast, so Suki is mine. Thank you. All right. That's fine. Fair, I guess. Okay. <laughs> uh, Sam, uh, you were not with us on the first uh, podcast, so you can get into your thoughts on episode one, in addition to your thoughts on Warriors. Um, well, let's get into Warriors. I thought that this episode was perfectly functional. Um, yeah, I mean, it gets us to where we need to be. We learn more about Avatar, Mumbo Jumbo. It's fine. I didn't really care much for any of the Sokka, Suki, any of what Ang and Katara were up to, quite frankly. <gasps> um, yeah, sorry, y'all. <laughs> but, like, I'm, I'm really... I don't know. I find myself more uh, captured by what's happening with Zuko and Zhao and yeah. Iroh. I actually thought that part was the strongest part of this episode, truthfully. Yeah. Nice. Oh, totally. he was being a big baby. He loved it. I was like, yes, keep being a baby, Zuko. It yeah, does. still has Zuko like down perfectly for me. Yeah, he is amazing. He's so tiny. It's great. You all yeah. should watch uh, Pen One Five. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's 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 very funny in it. Sam, awesome. bri- briefly, were you thumbs up or thumbs down on the first episode for uh, reference? Thumb- thumbs down. Okay, <laughs> I was I was not a big fan of it. No, so a bigger fair. fan of this episode, relatively. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Forgot. I'm sorry, Kiyoshi. That's it. Kiyoshi. Yeah, I mean, big Kiyoshi episode. He is so tall. It's scary. Mm, I'm scared she- of her giant woman yeah um i i guess like this a little more than the first episode but not by a lot um i think it's i think it was fine 
I appreciate that everyone's being positive here. Before we There's started, not enough the, to tang. before so we started the series, I was worried because of all the fandom skepticism. I was like, let's make sure to be positive. And now I'm maybe the lowest so far on the first two episodes. <laughs> this is surprising to me. This is this is this was the plan. This is the long time. Uh, check right. out. Long time. I'm like, what's going on? I, I mean, I, I the first time I watched that episode is pretty boring, I guess. Um, like the like the bad view is like it's like a, just it's just a worse version of the Avatar Warriors of Kyoshi episode. Like I think War- Avatar Warriors Kyoshi nine out of ten, like great episode. Mm-hmm. This is like a six out of ten. Like it's fine. Yeah, I do agree with you that like overall, like what they're doing is they're like we're gonna take these really great episodes of Avatar and then boil them down into one episode and take out the parts that make sense. We're gonna take this masterpiece and just make it okay. Also, Avatar Day is so much fun. Avatar Day. So they changed some things here, and if missed the first podcast, I am as of now. This is gonna be a journey, and I've not seen past this episode. I liked that they changed stuff in the first episode, hit and miss. I loved the. Southern Air Temple, Slice of Life parts of the first episode. Uh, they did change some stuff here. They incorporated elements from Avatar Day in season two, weirdly, is how I see it. Did um, they? I was not paying attention to that. Well, so in Kyoto Wars of... You guys can tell me what you think. It's been a while since I've seen Avatar. But Wars of Kyoshi, Kyoshi doesn't actually appear, I believe. Oh, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then right. Avatar Day is when we see her and she in- inhibits Aang. So yes, I yes, feel yes, like yes, that yes. they are. And Avatar... I forgot about this. I actually... It's like, oh, I won't watch Avatar. But but I end up reading the wikia to try to remember what happened. Uh, <laughs> I, in Avatar Day, they go back to Kyoshi. So I think that they're just mm-hmm. taking those parts and putting it in here. Um, and also, I saw on the first podcast, I was like, this is an adaptation of the first three episodes. But then they're still in the Southern Air Temple this episode, which you don't really get the impression they will be at the end of the first episode. But that's fine. And the Zhao parts are, I believe, an adaptation of the Southern Air Temple in this episode. So half of the third episode is uh, in this episode and half was in the first episode. And I think that the main issue is that the Southern Air Temple adaptation, this is not just, this applies to both episodes one and two of the live action show. I think the Southern Air Temple adaptation is like much worse than that episode. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the words Kyoshi stuff is fine. It's just like we take out the Agni Kai between. That's what I was curious. Yeah. Yeah. What's the point? I'm like, when are we going to take our shirts off and fight? Like, what are well, we it, it's interesting that they've got Zhao as this sort of uh, bureaucrat as opposed to like. You know the like beefy, yeah, like t- tough guy that he was. It's a much the, different uh, portrayal, and at yeah. least to start with here, which will I'm very interested to talk about. As number one Zhao fan in the world, I am very interested <laughs> to talk about this. Um. Oh, and I I want to say I thought Suki was such a Suki in this episode. Just what wanna, the hell does that even mean? There. I'm just yeah, putting what it. What do out you there. even mean? She was just such a Suki. We're gonna talk about <laughs> what that means. Uh, okay, but like, come on now. Dylan's just being a troll. Just it's fine. Mm. <laughs> My favorite part, unsurprisingly, in this episode was the Katang. I was the water fight. They're it? so cute. Oh, that one. Yeah. Even though it was only one minute of. Kat oh my god, you got me saying it now. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I was like, I was like, wow, guys, oh, I'm gonna need you to protect us all. Uh, well, and we'll talk about uh, they. They have the one training scene, and it's not. It's not like it's amazing. And also, honestly, I think the the M Night movie has like one training scene with Ang and Katara, and it was the best part of that movie. It's a very easy <laughs> thing to do. Uh, so I'm glad we put it in here. Let's do more of that. I would hope we're going to have more. Okay, I will say I have a little bit of a grape. I like. Grape? That <laughs> Grand Grand gave her. Shut up. 
gave her the scroll, but I'm also like, I love that episode. So I'm yeah, like, I can't believe I, she hid that. She was like, yeah. What, the waterbending scroll? The waterbending yeah. scroll. She's going to hide this from you. As predicted, not doing that episode. I, so again, that's so, oh yeah. So I'm going to say, I think that there are good decisions in here at bringing Avatar mm-hmm. Day stuff into this episode. Put Just put, having Katar have the scroll from the start. Uh, Zhao... Uh, putting Zhao into the Warriors of Kyoshi. That I think if you're not gonna do uh, this previous episode and like that, that's a great decision. So the the story, the decisions are all good in terms of what they're changing. It's just like they're also the removing basically all the humor and uh, the fun parts and uh, like the, a lot of the romance in terms of Aang and Katara. But they ca- at least we kept the. Sakusai. They're like, let's tell the story of Avatar in like the most concise way possible, and I'm like, why? Well, I mean, they gotta shove it. Interactions as a whole seems so muted. I do. uh, I I think that everything seems very muted to me thus far, Um, and that is kind of the main criticism. But from the way some some of you people are talking about the later episodes, I'm hopeful that it will get better. Uh, But I gotta say, as of now, uh, definitely, definitely seems muted. Definitely seems like all the fears that people were talking about, like we're gonna take out all the fun, like fun parts, like and all the parts that made it Avatar, kind of checking out so far. Got to got to say, <laughs> say kind of what it seems like. Ta- changing yeah. Kyoshi's mom, Kyoshi uh, changing the village chief into uh, Suki's, Suki's mom, mom is, I think, another good decision. The very oh, good decision. Yeah, there are like eight, she's like, also hot, like respective, right? like individual decisions that I don't hate. It's just the sum of its parts is not. Um, it's really like yeah. one good decision for every one good decision. There are two bad decisions to counteract it. Yeah, not, I, not all the time, but majority. Oh, and I'll say the last ten minutes. I think the episode was generally good, and I agree with Mel in the pacing. Like it builds up in the last ten minutes. I think are good. So, I guess it's a better episode of television. Yeah, sure. Uh, <laughs> but I'm, I need more from the show, please. Uh, we're only on podcast two. <laughs> also, uh, I love it when he rides the Unagi, and I'm like, God, you're just taking out all well, my. Well, we knew that wasn't going to happen. Yeah, I, I think it's fine that he doesn't do that here because it's just a waste of time. So I would, let's oh, we're on no, this topic. Great. Let's talk about the tone and the, the this is a continued topic from episode one. Sam, what's re- your view on this in terms of like, are they taking out the fun stuff? Are they taking about stuff that made it Avatar? Are you hating all that or are you kind of accepting what the show's doing? I mean, they're definitely taking out parts from the original show. It's just, it's the nature of this being a live action adaptation that's eight, 40 to 50 minute episodes mm-hmm. and trying to like turn something that was... 20 22 minute episodes give or take into something that small like you know you're gonna not have a lot of the same elements and they want to get the plot going they want to get from point a to point b and unfortunately it seems like they are just getting rid of a lot of the humor and a lot of the quote-unquote filler and the character development too like it just seems like this is a lot of like plot and not a lot of character Mm. um yeah so I don't know. I would have liked the scene maybe looking at other action adventure shows from the past, like how TV has treated these sort of things where, okay, there's this big bad, big boss, whatever. And they're still like a gang of like teenagers and they're having fun. Uh, Something like Buffy or something like, I don't know, something like that where, you know, it plays with the humor, but it also has the serious and the melodrama. And just these like world changing things happening. I would have liked to seen that more from all of this, but that's it kind of just is what it is. And it is kind of what the tone of TV seems to be these days. There isn't a lot of humor. 
I just think this show just isn't a good choice for this kind of adapta- adaptation. Mm-hmm. Like, if you know, people keep bringing up, you know, and the creators said, you know, they're kind of, you know, that Game of Thrones kind of audience. We're talking about a, like a lighthearted travelogue kind yeah, of show. Yeah. You know, maybe book three. Book three, you could go full Game of Thrones if you wanted to. But books one and two, like, maybe, you know, like the middle to end of book two, more Game of Thrones-y. But especially book one, this is not, that. that's just not what this is. And that I think that's ultimately why we're losing so much, is because that's part of the journey. It's part of the charm, is they're in a new place every day. We're flying around. We're camping. And part of the, like, being in a new place every day, to Sam's point about, like, TV these days having, like, a formula, it seems... It also seems like these days, a lot of television, and this included, it holds your hand through a lot. And that, like, Sam, I think you you did say it was it's a lot of telling and not showing. And it's, like, saying, like, here is, like, the motivation. And here is why you should care about this character. And if you, like, we're going to hold your hand because you can't figure it out on your own. And you're stupid for not being able to figure like, it out on your I own. Mean, like, if we had left, I wouldn't have gotten the scroll. Like, that was the dumbest. It feels really I- like they, not just this show, but a lot of television these days, especially adaptations, punch down to the audience because they're, like... You need. You're not going to understand this. Let me let me show it well, to you because you're a little dumb. Dumb. Media literacy is like zero. Dead. Yeah. Well, this doesn't really help. That's the problem. No, exactly. So I think uh, we'll c- come back to that. I think Sam brings up a good point in terms of the filler episodes. That's been something I've meaning been meaning to talk about. Um, definitely. I mean, look, I've only seen two, so I can't really say yet. But it does not seem like we're going to have filler episodes within these eight. Uh, like I don't think. I think they'll probably all eight of these will probably have a plot purpose. Um, I would assume. Mm. But maybe their strategy is to have the, you know, and of course the the term filler, that's a whole debate in the Avatar fandom. And really it's like character focus instead of plot focus. Mm-hmm. So will there be, I think their strategy is to have character focused like moments or plot lines within the larger plot episode, uh, considering the extended runtime. Um, now to what extent did we get that in this episode? I think it felt pretty minimal to me. Like that one, like what, like what, when are they having fun? Like Katara and Aang have like, 30 seconds of fun in this episode i feel like i genuinely really liked that scene i think it was one of the strongest not just because of shipping purposes but because it like shows how they try to bring out the levity in each other yeah in this time of like darkness and then at the end when uh and kyoshi turns back into ang um katara's like uh nice nice job avatar yeah that was cute uh nice and they smile at each other i love i love that and you know why it's some of the only times people are smiling in the show (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but I do think like that's what the Tim for me has been the strongest uh, job the actors and the show have done of capturing the Katang dynamic, you know. Um, but that's uh, that's really funny you say that because I just do not feel it at all. <laughs> I don't think I don't feel it like romantically, but like yeah, no, to yeah. be friends and like they barely interact at all. Yeah, like I just see from this, and of course, you know, I'm, I'm we're older, and like I'm not into that sort of thing anymore. <laughs> but um. It, it just it feels like oh yeah these are just two kids who are hanging out being buddies like yeah cool yeah well, I like well, it. that's what they are right now you know so I'm not even yeah. saying it's necessarily like romantically charged or anything it's more of just the two characters but Sam do you think that's because of the decision to remove Ang's crush on Katara do you think that's impacting how you're viewing them no I mean okay so full disclosure I did rewatch the entire uh, series before this all came out so I'm a little bit more refreshed. Yes. Than uh, some other people, I guess. Did, were you in your rewatch? Were you feeling the Katang? I'll say for you as much no. as or when when we're growing no. up. <laughs> no, no way. Um, well, Dang. 
No, here, here's, here's the thing. It's a lot of just Katara being his mommy, really. It's, <laughs> she's like, you know, always coddling, sort of, always sort of being the support system for Aang. And of course he would have a crush on her. Why wouldn't it? And she doesn't really seem to have any strong feelings one mm. way or the other. All throughout it, it's just like you're seeing how Aang feels about Katara because Katara treats Aang, you know, so like he's special, like he's important, like, which, you know, that's cool, whatever. But I just, that isn't, (laughs) it's very basic to me. And that's just what it is for a show of its time. And it's fine, but it isn't my cup of tea anymore. So and of I course, think I think I, you you could you could like argue that uh, the Katara Ang stuff doesn't really turn into actual like romance stuff until like the last season or oh, something. Oh yeah, no, no, yeah. not at all. And it's just kind of um, kid crushes and stuff before them. But uh, to your point of Katara being the mom, I feel like they're so far taking a lot of that out of the show. It's non-existent. Oh yeah, it's it's definitely. I think that's all been kind of shifted a little bit more towards Sokka. Really, like he's yeah, like the he's big the village dad, protector. Yeah. Do you, do you like that decision to take that part of Katara out? No, not really. I have a thought about that. Um, yes. Because weirdly, I, we were talking about this um, yesterday or the day before, I can't remember. Um, uh, my girlfriend who did not watch it, um, but has been getting my rants about it. Um, I re- okay. We were talking about like the, the sort of um, change in some of the dynamics, and she pointed out that like one thing that happens in the original show is like, that's part of um, Katara's sort of like arc in and of itself is the fact that she was forced to be the mother figure to mm. like the entire village essentially. And, and forced to like grow up in a, in a, you know, much more um, abridged timeline. And I feel like that definitely gets lost when you don't have that dynamic, um, there or like you know there's been no indication from like Sokka's character like oh yeah like you know when her mom died you know like always kind of thought of Katara as as the caretaker and stuff like none of that seems to be coming across and I feel like that is an important part of like Mm -hmm. what she goes through um so you know I guess I guess you could argue in this episode she is overseeing Aang she does she does have the crucial Katara role of watching him while he's in the avatar state in this episode um so like <sighs> but then she Katara. runs away yeah, while she's in like, the avatar state okay bye Let yeah go. well you know. yeah, she, she has really no not not a ton of emotional reaction to it yeah the, at, least, the, at least at the least the crucial part of it yeah um it, it's interesting the discussion on guitar and i've and i've heard it all evolve as the show goes on so we can continue to discuss that but yeah the, it's a good point without the the katara mom stuff um yeah, I don't know. I think I I would see like this is the type of thing in general. Like I'm open to them changing things. Mm. Um, I think this this it's not you know as as we're discussing the Katara and Aang, uh evolving romance out of their dynamic in the original show is not necessarily the healthiest place to start a a uh, <laughs> romance. Considering uh, she's a mom figure to him, for, and then also he's an all powerful godlike figure that she looks up to. It's not like the most uh, typical healthy. healthy foundations of romance. So if they want to like shift that to try to tell a different version, I'm I'm interested. Um, yeah. yeah, like that's not a bad thing. Yeah, yeah, it's just like. But right now, it's like, what are you doing? It's, it's like, weird what, what, not what, having that be part of her character at all, not specifically towards Aang, just like... 
take so we take the yeah we take that part out of Qatar. Okay, what are we doing instead? That's that's my <laughs> big like, question with all of these changes. I'm, I'm I'm even open to them removing all the jokes. I'm I really am because I I would think that I will like the show better the more it changes because it's the less I'm just going to be comparing it to. This is a worse version of this episode, mm-hmm. which seems inevitable. But uh, I, I just don't think that they are really replacing things, as I said last episode, with uh, anything for any good reason. Um, and I got that sense again from this episode. I'm just not sure what is the purpose of all these changes, except as was discussed by Sam and others, to conform it to a typical television show of this time. I would say, for from my perspective through two episodes, all of these changes seem to be in service of making it a typical streaming slash cable serialized uh, show. Like, I, I think basically, like, that's why we're making it a more serious tone. That's why we are maybe removing a lot of Sokka's blatant sexism to make it that's why we are removing Aang's decision to uh Aang leaving specifically in the flashback instead of uh he's like I'll go take a walk it's to that make it more so pal- to make it more palatable like again I'm like okay we're ta- we're changing it but why is it just so that Aang is not uh people don't think Aang is unlikable is it so people don't think Sokka is unlikable I I think that's the only guess I have so far yeah. yeah, like your characters need to have flaws, mm-hmm. and they need to have things that they have to overcome. Otherwise, like, what's the point? It's it's just these this very washed uh, vanilla version of these characters and things that are not as strong. I think this basically applies to every single character uh, so far. Um, it's but I, again, I'm just like I want to know why they're doing this, but so far it just seems to me to make this like slightly honestly despite the fact that avatar was a kid's show to make this more brainless than avatar was in some in some respects i don't know i mean that's kind of harsh but like uh, we'll see through and we haven't seen this full picture yet um but uh, and not necessarily that making characters more likable is necessarily brainless but it's a less less critical thinking required mm-hmm. it feels like to me at this point i don't know well, but, yeah i'm very black well, it's and like white. just because like well i think that hap- i mean that happens a lot when we're talking about media literacies like zero it's like just because you like you know i like zuko whoa you like zuko he's trying to hunt down the avatar what's wrong with you like making them this way doesn't like mean you're supporting it Zuko, you could, I could see now that you say that Zuko as an interpretation of when they're not doing this, because Zuko comes across to me not super likable through two episodes in a good way. Like yeah, he's, he's hyper focused exactly on as looking, he was in book one for me, the whiny little brat. And we don't even we don't we don't get the like <laughs> slice of life scenes with Zuko. I don't remember if there are to what extent there are through four episodes, but let the man old man have some. Tea. All we get is him just like yelling about uh, to Iroh and about finding and you know and Iroh's trying to lecture him. So we really haven't gotten any anything to deviate from this kind of singular mindedness of Zuko, which is very accurate to the show. So maybe maybe they are doing the best job with Zuko so far. Yeah, for sure. Um, what, do we want to talk about, uh, well, we can continue this discussion throughout. Um, do you want to talk about Sokka and Suki here? Wait, I don't even I didn't, I didn't, I'm going to, I'm going to go out and say I didn't hate it. I didn't okay. hate it, but I didn't willing like to, it. Willing to, to spar about that. That was necessary. Okay. <laughs> Why like they fighting were? with you? <laughs> exactly. Um, I don't know. I expect every time I say something, I, I'm waiting for Abby to, Hallie, oh my god, oh, I did it again! Yes. Oh, oh, oh. Not Abby's the friend. fifth co-host here. This is okay. nuts. I don't know if we can be friends anymore. <laughs> 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 I 
Lots of um, things happening. Allie. I'm not, um, I'm not gonna anyway, fight you. Point on is, that. I'm gonna fight you for this is, I mean, this is the fight I was looking for. Um, <laughs> yeah, I didn't hate it. I mean, you know, and to your point, like you know, as we watch things, well, as you sort of watch more of the show, <laughs> talking from the future, you know, like it will. Some things become clear of like, okay, you're taking this away, but you're replacing it with this. Like, mm-hmm. I get it. Some yeah. things. You know, that's definitely not happening and it's still not clear to me. Um, but I think, you know, I, I what I liked about this is I, you know, I was actually interested in how we kind of flip this to be Suki's arc more than Sokka's. Because, you know, now that I think about it, I feel like in the original episode, it's like, OK, like, you know, Sokka comes to a, <clears throat> a village of warrior women um, and he has to you know, get his sexism cured essentially. And like, yeah. you know, it just feels like, oh yeah, like Suki was basically doing like, like existed to do emotional labor for Sokka and help him through through his arc. So I liked here that it's like, she's the one who's kind of going through something and experiences. Yeah, the yeah, so, you know, it felt like it actually, you know, as somebody who's never really been a big fan of Suki, I actually, like, it may be. Ooh. This version, I'm I'm a little bit more interested in. That's how I Dylan, feel. Dylan, what do you mean, ooh? You're the one who was like, she's I think all of us are on the record as not being big fans of Suki, actually. So it's, well, uh, on the record, yeah, but I'd that's like the to most interesting that discussion personally. when we get there. Well, we're going to get, uh, let's act, I guess let's actually talk about the show's version first, um, but... Uh, that's, that's interesting, Mel, in terms of Suki, more Suki, uh, perspective or, or, or similar version, because I feel like notably in terms of the sexism discussion in the show, by removing Sokka's overt sexism from this episode, uh, I, well, I was gonna, I'll, let me first say, I feel like notably Sokka is either not sexist or I would argue they actually maybe do a good job of showing subtle sexism from Sokka in this episode because he's like, oh, I'm equal to you. I'm also a protector. And then he's, he thinks he can, uh, cut the melons the same as her and then he thinks that he can he can spar with her like he does it takes him a little bit to get through to his head that she's like a lot more powerful than him yeah at this point so yeah. i thought that was handled well so the the talk of like no sexism from Sokka, i would say it's present in this episode yeah it's just mm-hmm. not like woman's places in the kitchen Sokka. do you think that's even like a gender thing or it's like almost like a class and resources thing could be like could be. do you think it was him feeling like he's like from some like you know like backwater village at the bottom of the world type type it could just it could just be an egotistical thing to some yeah. extent I, you know i mean no matter what i don't really i mean it's just i think like no matter what it's it, it's more interesting to me that it's like you know what i mean like yeah. it, it opens things up a little bit more than making it about this one singular right so so you're saying that by removing that it allows us to see more of suki and more of suki's yeah. perspective on things also yeah. it seems more like you know so it, it's not turning from Sokka being like i'm better blah 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 than having to get it beat out of him to Hey, I'm trying to impress this girl, and Katara and Aang are like snickering at him yeah. the whole time because he is failing miserably at impressing her. Which is nice. I like. The, I the will reactions. say, I still wish he wore the Kiyoshi Warriors yes, outfit. Yes, we were. Robbed. Yeah, that is a bummer that they took. We were out. robbed. So we take Sokka out of the the face pin and the entire outfit. Um, again, I'm like, so what is the purpose of this? This decision uh, is it. To make Sokka, to not emasculate Sokka for the audience, like like I I, I go to uncharitable uh, versions of why why they might be doing this right away, just because I can't think of why this improves the storytelling. Yeah, I don't think your uncharitable assumptions are far off. I, I yeah, feel like it's a sort of Occam's razor. 
thing. Uh, you, you could know? argue that, I mean, this is like, Sokka donning the face paint and the outfit in this episode, in the fourth episode of the first season of the show, is the most gender positive thing that happens in all of Avatar. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe I'm forgetting something. Um, not like it's, mm, but you know, like he, he's wearing woman warrior clothes and woman's face paint. And, uh, it's avatar is a show severely lacking in queer anything. And this is like this one small moment that isn't actually even queer. It's just like non gender, nonconforming. And this is what you choose to take away. So that did piss me off. And when I, I will say, I don't know if they would have done a good job. It it did it did prevent them from messing it up. <laughs> that yeah, is true. That's what I do think that I'm not sure like tonally and like with because like part of it is you know like lol at Sokka and then it's also you know very serious because Sokka learns how to fight and you know does all of it. I don't know if this show could have done that. I think they could. Yeah, yeah. I mean, now that I hear it that way, it's like I'm just imagining them doing it wrong. Yeah, like, I don't sort know of if they today's could have done it internet right, climate but... and like how how but they just, they kind of did that like with the training scene that they had. It was a little awkward, but it was like kind of a half version of it. Yeah, I don't know, Sam. What do you what do you what's your take on the Sakasuki here? Um, just generally, generally, or anything we've been specifically talking uh, about. Yeah. I mean, okay, so Suki herself, I I have to agree. I do think it's a positive thing in like kind of mitigating Sokka's sexism that we get more Suki characterization. I think that's a good thing. But I I just I don't agree with, you know, oh Sokka's like the first boy, man, child, whomever who comes along and oh Suki's got the eyes for him because that's, he's cute. That's was really unbelievable for me. Yeah, for I, I don't know, it just it it, it kind of rubbed me the wrong way. Like she's a goddess, and that's <laughs> just a man. he's he's he, I think he's I don't know. I, he has his shirt off. I think he's supposed to be a good. Well, with guy. his shirt off is much better. But oh like. God, I didn't realize it was only his shirt off I mean, at first. Oh yeah, I was like he's naked. I oh my God. Yeah, I thought he was naked. At that first. was a strange yeah. road to go. Like she's just straight up staring at him. Like, to me, off. some of this stuff is believable, though. Like, you know, if you're a straight girl who yeah. has grown up around just women yeah. your entire life, and you and see not a teenage a boy of, you know, adequate attractiveness, <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, I can see, I can yeah, see that yeah. being a throw. Like, I mean, kinda, I, like, I see it. It's just on how I, on how isolated Kyoshi Island is. It makes sense, but the timeline. To like how how little they interacted and how like sporadic the interactions were leading up to that kiss at the end. It okay, well, yeah, more let, me this way. Like, let me put it this way, Allie. Say you were you know alone <laughs> on Kyoshi Island, whatever. Right. But instead of instead of um, a bunch of Kyoshi warriors, a bunch of dudes, and then Suki showed up. Suki shows up. <laughs> okay, you know I do like boys as well, right? I know, but like you see it like the, just putting it in like a different like you know perspective here i mean like, I, I understand what i get it but like i, don't I, know. I thought i, it, I think it's go ahead it's sorry dylan it's it's completely believable like I, I i agree with that it's just i i just i don't know it goes a little bit it's not heavy-handed yeah, and, and it, it doesn't really match up a lot with how she was in the original show, which that's kind of part of what I liked personally, is that, you know, she wasn't all 
all googly eyes over Sokka. She was very, you know, I'm warrior, hooray. And I don't know, I feel like also in getting rid of Sokka's like sexism, it kind of I don't I don't know, the show is positioning him as like the the this like soft boy, lover boy, like this heartthrob kind of in my eyes at least. And I don't I don't know how I feel I mean, about he that. He does have the, the most uh the most romantic entanglements, I think, of anything. I thought you were gonna I say think, Riz. I, I think he is the lover what boy. The, so what far, what the hell is that? I you really did you just ask what Riz that. was? Yeah. We don't need to. We're too old Car- for that. It's 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 short for charisma. <laughs> yeah, just it's just charisma. Yeah. You need to learn how the kids these days talk. I, I don't talk to them. Yeah, so we're gonna look, we're gonna lock time. in and continue this discussion on Sakuzuki. <laughs> oh. um, no, I want to dilly dally. <laughs> I don't think that's modern lingo, but uh, <laughs> definitely not. Uh, I, uh, in, in, about Suki, I le- so I think broadening her perspective, perspective, good. I felt like, and maybe this is what we we're talking about just now. Uh, I, what I didn't like was that all of her arc seemingly just boils down to, um, uh, like, oh, you showed me the world, Saka. You brought the yeah. world to me. Yeah. <laughs> I saw it again. I can, yeah. <laughs> so that's <laughs> that's really just it. Like, if we broaden Suki's perspective to show more of her interactions with her warrior teammates, yeah. I think that might right. be cool. We saw one scene right. of them training together, and it was kind of nothing. She's just all of her scenes are with Saka. We she has like one scene talking to her mom, and again, it's just it's just this one thing. It's like, um, you brought you you showed me that there's stuff outside this island. Like I get, it's realistic given the situation. I just thought it was very like reductive to this yeah. person to reduce mm-hmm. her to yeah, just definitely. this one aspect. I did Loki think she was going to join the team though. I was like, okay, oh, yeah. I was like, oh, we. we I would have been. That's the another I, crime of this show is that there's not enough Suki. I think Avatar or this show. Both. I don't know. When did well, you so, become so, such a fan of Suki? We're, okay, we'll come back in a second. Well, so there, so Suki doesn't come back until season two. That could have been a, a change they made. They could have just brought Suki into the main gang. That would have been interesting. Um, would have been awkward when they get to the north, though. Yeah, I that like doesn't it. really make sense it's, with that. No, Suki so just like, like fist fights Master Paku. I'm well, that would have been a good love triangle. <laughs> uh, UA, Suki, but then how about what about Suki X UA when we get there? Okay, well, oh, yeah, obviously. Totally. Why not? That'd be good. <laughs> <laughs> or just, a, or or just out of pure bitterness, Suki's like uh, I don't even know his name. Uh, the the guy you always betrothed to, yeah, that guy. Uh, Han. They cast him, didn't they? Isn't mm-hmm. there Han? Yeah. Uh... I didn't finish. I didn't finish the whole thing yet. Okay. Yeah, I've I've heard he's in the show. I did. He's such a nothing in the in the original. So yeah, I was really like he has a name. I don't know what it is though. Okay. How about uh, is them the romance together? I mean, we're talking about this, but Suka Saki and Suka. Um, also known as, I remember George being an alternate name for their ship name. Where? Does anyone no, else? No, re- no, no. I also remember this. Sam remembers this? This is sounding familiar. Don't. Like, oh. it's maybe, but I... Who, who, wait, okay, who remembers this? I, this I is sounding familiar. What? Now that you... Now that you... <laughs> here's, here's yeah, my... Here's... Like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you a lot of what I remember, but I don't have the best memory in general. But let me tell you what I remember. I believe we called them George. I don't think we made this up. But as a... An insult... Because they're so boring. And so George is a boring name for a boring ship. <laughs> now that sounds wow. like something we do. 
I, I believe that. I believe that was the. I'm gonna petty have to go on like the Avatar like fanfics, and it, it was George. y'all didn't come up. Somebody with, hit the. I don't think we came machine. up with George, but we I think we had we accepted this, and we were haters of Sokka. I, I mean, they were kind of boring in the original. Show. <laughs> I was definitely <laughs> a Suka hater. And no, this is definitely something familiar. <laughs> I mean, I, I I I'm not proud to admit that I shipped Taka. Why are oh, you yeah. proud to admit that? Why are you proud to admit Taka is the ship. Taka is uh, a great ship. Just the age difference. And it might be canon. Fine. Well, it happens down the road, you know. It's fine. It's, yeah, they get older. As they get older, it's only like three or four years. It's fine. And, and then it's he late, ditches late her, apparently. It's fine. It's well, okay. Yeah. Well, well, she ditches him. Hope, she don't, hopefully, she don't hopefully him. Avatar Studios will give us more Taka I need to know. context. Yeah, Sue Yin is Taka's daughter canon, please. Please. Um... How their their interactions? They have a, just a lot of scenes where they're like, "Oh, they're training together, and we almost kiss." And then we're I'm showing you the ways of the of the of the war of Kyoshi warriors, and we like almost that. Kiss I thought made their chemistry and romance more like fa- foundational, if that makes sense. But just her having googly eyes from the get go, it makes sense because it's the first man she's seen. But I'm not a fan of that trope personally. Yeah. I, I think the show tries. This episode tries to spend enough time. Yeah, I mean, building I think it, up there. It does what it set out to do. The execution was there, I think. I also kind of just like that it's, like, clearly not even some hugely built-up romantic connection. It's just that they just uh, find each other attractive right away. I think the show makes that very clear. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's kind of the same thing for Sokka. Like, he's been hanging out with his sister for a long time. Yes. Yeah, true. And, I mean, again, (laughs) Suki is fucking... She's gorgeous. Um, So I I can't relate. Come on, the actress. No, no, no. no not, you not, guys not can't about, tell me when she no, took her makeup off. Not, not about Suki being attractive. Like she, she's, she's pretty. But about Taka and Suki having googly eyes, I can't relate to them. Yeah, I mean, I, th- I think it, it for me. Which, harkens... like, that's fine. I'm not, I'm not that age or sexuality, yeah. so it's all right. Don't worry we're, about we're it. We're old. Um, it, it does. I think it harkens back to just teenage feelings, crushes yeah. right away. I thought it was cute. Overall, they were fine. They're not my problem with this episode. I think they were fine. Your problem with this episode is no Katang. No Katara getting jealous. No, Coco is my main problem. (laughs) I thought the girl with the spoon is Coco, right? Yeah, I think the spoon's Coco. The one, the one that just come. Yeah, I think that's supposed. That's the equivalent. It's funny to me that she brought the spoon. Like, what is like? What did she think was going to happen? Look, the Avatar bent this. The Avatar touched this, and he gave it to me. Yeah, when they like had a shot of Katara, I was like for a second thinking they were going to go down that road, and I was like, "There's no way." Yeah. So in the in the original episode, Katara is jealous that the is she though? I didn't really see it that that early that way. I saw it more that she was just sort of like. Like, like I didn't see it with as his romantic. Off. Yeah, she I didn't, didn't care. She I didn't see it as a romantic yes. jealousy. Yeah, yeah I don't think it's a, you know. I don't think it's like. I will say you bringing up Coco. Jealousy. I'm like, are we gonna do the fortune teller? Can I live through I, that? Again? I, yeah, I, I think they cast the fortune teller. I did doubt they? that. I did would they? be shocked no, if Meg was in up. this uh, show. No, just a justice for Meg. They cast so many characters. They did. So okay, uh, the Coco thing. So Ang is like, she calls him Angie, and they're like, they're like trying to flirt. All the girls are like flirting with him and stuff. So that's the part that they take out. Yeah. They're like six. <laughs> it's true. Because I won't lie. Like, look, Ang's cute. I put him in my pocket. But like, I mean, y'all, like, I mean, they they're children, but they're like, uh, you know, they're teasing and and playful, and they they remove any sort of that element. But they we get the one shot of him playing with the with the, the kids. Just, and we see him on the air ball, which he is slams nice. into the statue. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, that was uh, <laughs> lots of people comparing those two shots online. I will say Gordon is very cute. He's yeah, very do you, adorable. Do you like him as Aang, Sam? 
I'm not a fan of his acting, but I'm a fan of his face. <laughs> here's here's my interpretation. He's cute. Here's my interpretation after two episodes. I think he's great at bringing fun and like happy. When Aang is when Aang is, has to be like fun, I think he is bringing that to the show where there is none else. But that being said, when Aang has to demonstrate other emotions, I think he is struggling with that. Yeah. yeah. All of his facial expressions while talking to Kiyoshi, I was like, bro, are you okay? There's the scene in the beginning where he like has, gives like a little eulogy for Yeah, and you can see the tears in Gyatso. his eyes, but they don't leave. But they don't leave. Didn't look great, but uh, he's, he's, he's 12. I mean, it's a lot to ask. Yeah. Sure. Uh, it's one of his cheeks. Yes, that's how I feel about him. Give him some milky. <laughs> what? Milky? What? Some hot milky, I don't know. What? What do no. kids drink? I, I wouldn't do that. I would just be like, oh, you're such a cute you're such a cute kid. Go play some dodgeball or something. What what are you laughing at? <laughs> I wouldn't give him milky. Really weird, Allie. What do you mean? Kids like milk and cookies, right? I don't know. Santa Claus? This is what, that was <laughs> what we're missing. Could have said anything other than Milky, but no, that's what you went with. <laughs> All right, okay. So I, that was an amazing Sam reaction. Not going there. <laughs> okay, can we? Can we? Let's talk about. Uh, okay, I want to talk about our view of Suki. This is the type of thing that this series allows us to do. Although we can get into it more if we ever do a rewatch thing. Uh, we we hated Suki during the original show. <laughs> Um, let me, let me, let me, let me Do tell you my, let me tell you my memory of this. Uh, okay. And then you guys tell me if you agree. I think we were fine with Suki in the Warriors of Kyoshi episode. I, I think Suki was great there, but our view was that, correct me if I'm wrong, and this doesn't necessarily speak for everyone. Once they brought Suki back, she just became Sokka's girlfriend and she was pretty boring and she never had any flaws and she was a, such a Suki, which in our, in our parlance meant a Mary Sue. Yeah, yeah, that's how I remember it. That is what we said. That's I what we thought. So, do, Allie, what Allie are your thoughts now? Allie has since uh, seen the well, light. just the idea of like a Mary Sue. You know, there's a problematic. And obviously, you know, obviously now like there's that. been all this later uh, feminist discussion on the concept of a Mary Sue, and it can be reductive for female characters. And yeah, but yeah, I yeah. do think that we like we were valid in our frustration that it did seem like they really just put her there to be Sokka's girlfriend, and for the most part. That was the case. But, like, she had her moments to shine, like, on the Boiling Rock when she, like, kidnapped the ward and she did all those crazy gymnastics. She helped in the, the final and battle. we said she was such Comet. a Suki in that scene when she was... Uh, but, like, that... that yeah, that I don't agree with. Because, like, she was a badass fully. And we just were ignoring it. And I, I think I think we were... I, I think the such wrong. a Suki does not necessarily mean that we didn't think she was awesome. I think it was that there was not, there was no depth to her character beyond being awesome and being Sokka's... Uh, yeah, that's girlfriend. fair. But then what was... For the, yeah, this, I, I mean, the I'd even say be. in Warriors of Kyoshi, she didn't really have too much of an arc either because the arc was Sokka's, too. Yeah. Like, she never really had, like, a, you know, what does Suki need, you know, type deal. It was just sort of she was around and she was always associated with Sokka. Yeah, in, yeah. A, in a show with such flawed characters, I think it was valid for y'all to be like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Delaney was, in, I guess Delaney I was, wasn't part of this. This was before my time. Del- before Delaney's time. I didn't, I did, like, I came to know your Suki hate later, and I didn't get it, because I was like, Suki was such a non-entity to me. That I it's, it's, it is kind of weird we were, so, we, we gave her too much thought, yeah. Yeah, I, that's how like, I him. I was like, why are y'all bringing up Suki? Hey, Sam, you, Sam you just rewatched Avatar. What were your views now of Suki? I mean, I agree that she is just essentially Sokka's girlfriend, and that's really all she gets to be. And, you know, she'll do cool 
moves every so often. She helped save Appa. She helped get them through the Serpent's Pass. But she doesn't really exist outside of Sokka too much. And outside of, I don't know, just being cool warrior girl. Which, it's fine. I mean, she's ultimately a side character who joins the gang because she's, you know, romantically involved with Sokka. But it would be interesting to see... You know more interpretation about her, so I don't know. I think this I mean, show this has is... a has a, a, a opportunity to give her more stuff. You know, this this is my thing though. We we do to be fair, like it does. She is presented as like being just there for Sokka, but even like when she comes back in book two, her motivation is clearly stated. She said, "After you left Kyoshi, we wanted to find a way to help people, mm-hmm. and so we've been like traveling around the world ever since." Like it's not just for Sokka. They were inspired by the Avatar and his group of like his posse just like doing good things for the world, which made them want to like go out into the world and do the good things they were just doing for their island. So like, which, it's not but that, just like, happened, that. that happened off screen though. I think it would have been nice. to. Actually it did happen that, off screen, yeah. but it was yeah. explained on screen. It would be nice to have it, you know, shown obviously. And they could do that I would, here. I would say the only time where she really shines outside of, you know, the gang and Sokka specifically is Appa's lost yeah. days when, you know, they find Appa and they're going against Azula, May and Ty Lee. Yeah. Nice. I look all these things I don't remember. Um How? that's that's I, why I prepared. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, um, as always. Yeah. Appa's last days would be the last uh, episode I would remember. So to be fair. Uh maybe Great Divide, but it's too iconic. <laughs> what uh, the hell is wrong with you? The that episode actually isn't that bad. Appa's like Great Divide? Yeah, no. It oh, look! Well, Sam, everyone loves people love Great Divide discourse. Sam, what did you think of Great Divide? Rewatching? Why are we? It, it was fine. I mean, it was characterization. It was okay, all right. Yeah. Honestly, Appreciating I the thought episode stuff more. I thought the show didn't get going narratively until after the Winter Solstice episode, so the Water Bending Scroll, because it's really just like building the world, build, building up the plot. Showing you, hey, this is what's happening. This is when, what's like, going showing on. Showing you character interactions. And I think that's partly where the show, not necessarily fails, but so much of the charm was in the dynamic of Katara, Aang, and Sokka at the, in the beginning of the season. It's just like, they're so focused on the mission in this. And there's like, I don't know. It makes sense, if the, especially because they're trying to be like, it's the Game of Thrones audience, whatever. But I don't know. Well, we're also kind of losing that, you know, we kind of, Aang's whole impetus has changed. Like, Kiyoshi tells him, you need to go to the north. Before, it was, we need to learn all... We, one, me and Katara need to learn waterbending, and we must learn... I need to learn all the bending elements before summer is end. Now it's something horrible is going to happen to the northern water That's right. up there. And so that... Which is... I think this is a good change, I think, in that if you're going to change something, this is interesting. Changing how we come about, like... We need to get to the north right now. Yeah, because, the fact that it's not based around the comet yet. Yeah, and you know that because they said they can't. They, you know they can't really do that right now. And then also, it makes sense if you're going to take out all the traveling because for the for like like Sam was saying, like they're just kind of bebopping around for a little bit. Yeah, I am trying to figure out though, like why they're going to go to Amashu, but like whatever. <laughs> Can I ask you guys? We're going to get on this like topic one way or another but what did you think of kiyoshi being here instead of roku because i love the it one's kiyoshi's way better than roku also well, it's hilarious for, to, yeah. me, to me and delaney roku could still come soon you know we, yeah. we don't know yeah. it's not coming but roku appears first right uh mm-hmm. and, in the it, original it, it, it just makes sense to bring kiyoshi into the kiyoshi episode i think that for sure know, I, I will say kiyoshi warning like like delaney's talking about about the the attack on the north 
um, Jon Snow. Uh, the it's, it's it. Uh, why can why does she know the future? I, I that's a why weird. Not? Uh, yeah, that's strange. Why not? Because uh, the av- plot says so. Because I, the I, avatar ability. Yeah, because the plot says. So. I think Avatar's the re- half future vision. This is Attack on Titan now. Oh my god. Yes. No, thank you. I think the reason to do this, I guess, is because they want a um a clock i forget what what term am i looking for but they 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 want urgency from the plot before they we and we don't have to wait until episode four or whatever until we're getting to that the portion where we explain the comment um so we bring it in here to just get it earlier in the story because it's more of a plot focused show it's more of a show that needs this uh urgency involved so i guess that makes sense um, yeah yeah it so I, I, yeah, bringing Kyoshi and I, yeah, I get it. like we said in the beginning. I think it's a, I think it's a, a thing that makes total sense. Uh, in corporate because Avatar Day is not going to be an episode you're going to probably care about doing that much in season two with mm-hmm. uh, if, of this show if it ever exists. So um, why not bring in elements from that into here? Not and you know obviously we don't have the Chin the Conqueror stuff, so it's not like a straight Avatar Day adaptation. But um, the I guess the only part I don't like is it's just like oh Aang doesn't get to. To do participate in the fight it's 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 kyoshi instead i do uh, wonder though if we're gonna go like you know kyoshi's very much you you need to be a merciless warrior that's what being the avatar is about and then we're gonna maybe get to roku and then maybe we'll even get some of the other avatars i think that might be interesting like way of framing Aang's right i did fight. i did like that we keep we kept the mercilessness of kyoshi in that one moment and the part of avatars and getting conflicting advice from all the different avatars about their style um so that would be nice too and, we, uh, and then Aang did say, you know, Aang, which is kind of like, you know, kind, you know, a good change for not going to have enough time, you know, to kind of dwell on Aang is uh, Aang talking to Katara. You know, I don't want to hurt anyone. I was really powerful and I put people in danger. And then also we might be foreshadowing Aang hurting Katara with the firebending. Mm. Interesting. Interesting. Um by the way, to wrap up our previous discussion, but someone removed George from the outline. Uh, to, <laughs> uh, to, uh, our discussion on Suki, our views of Suki. I feel like um, the criticisms of Suki's character are like warranted, um, and I, I, I don't think the original Avatar show should be exempt from criticism on its handling of like uh, female characters, sexism, feminism, etc. Because you know it's very 2005. It's mostly made by men. Um, but that that being said, why did we care so much about Suki? Like to Delaney's point, I feel like maybe our we our uh, the fact that we got a good hate in on Suki was maybe fueled by some general sexist misogyny, time, yeah, misogyny. You know, misogyny of the time. It's like yeah, she's like a flawed, uh, not the best character. Why do we need to care? Like we're allowed to have. Uh, Characters that aren't uh, so amazing uh, that are women, too. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't think we needed to care so much. But it, it was kind of fun at the time, I guess. <laughs> I think show, this show Suki is probably still a Suki, though, because uh, she does, still does not really have flaws in, in this in the subject. But it's a one. But I Her guess flaw so, is that she, is that she likes Sokka. That, is, that yeah. is a flaw. That's true. That is a flaw. <laughs> Her flaws being attracted to men. I'm still thinking about would you get would you give him Milky? That's still on my mind. <laughs> come on, you have to cut that out. No, that was the best. That was the best. Five minutes of laughter. I meant warm milk and cookie. That is a child. I was restraining myself. I think wasn't the content of the statement. I hate all of you. I actually hate all of you. Would you give Suki Milky? That's the real question. Well, I'm not answering that on camera. Not in that way. Okay. Okay, um, so should we talk That's about Zhao? Answer. Yeah. 
Zhao. Okay. I like Zhao. Do you guys agree that I'm the biggest Zhao fan on the planet? I feel like no one else yeah. is no, on the I remember record no. is liking Zhao. There's an know. artist. There's a storyboard artist. What was their name? Rough Tune. They're the biggest Zhao fan on the planet. Oh, okay. Okay. You're okay. number two. Fair. I'm sorry. Um, I look, but I will say just during from the spread, I was on the record as loving Zhao. Now, as is the case with a lot of my podcast opinions, I believe it started ironically. Um, <laughs> but I think it just becomes true at some point. So I genuinely do love Zhao. <laughs> even though, I mean, he's like, I do think he's actually a great character in Avatar, but a lot of it is founded upon campiness, um, with Zhao. And this is like not a campy adaptation. So the question is, how are they going to handle him? And like, I wasn't that impressed. I was like, oh, my God, a Zhao. And then I was like, you're not doing the things. He's not doing the Zhao type things, which worries you for the finale, because it's Zhao's whole point is to be so over the top in the finale. Like, what are they going to do? Zhao the Moon Slayer. Yeah. Yeah. That being said, I did. I was impressed with his actor um, in in this episode. Despite thinking he was going to be blue. Ken Ken Lu is that? Do you think he's telling the truth about that though? It, it, there's an interview Alex posted that said that uh, he at first he he heard he was auditioning for Avatar as a blind audition, then he heard it was Avatar. And he I, I don't. He I, thought it was I the blue feel like he's Avatar. joking. I don't think that's true. It's a, 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 all blue people Avatar. That can happen though. Sometimes they don't know. He like, said he they, didn't know the show before, but they yeah. don't know what they're auditioning for, and they're just told to. Mm. Like, and sometimes it's like purposeful subterfuge. Um, yeah, I mean, he's you know I, I've seen him in. In lost in in a few different things so i've i've always enjoyed him I, I can tell he's a good actor i think he brought uh a lot to the kind of almost nothingness that Zhao has so far although i mean Zhao has <laughs> complex motivations in this episode i guess well like he's, mel like, brought to... up like at the beginning of the podcast it's he's more of a bureaucrat this so like... let's talk about that change because i and i had to read the avatar wiki but he's a commander in avatar but he's like He's like a highly regarded. He's like involved in the strategic decisions of the Fire Nation, right? He's also he's still a commander in this. He's just like and he's a commander, but they present it as more of he's like this regional commander of this. Yeah, he's just some yeah. lowly little worm yeah, trying well, to and climb he's the doing ladder. Like, yeah, he's doing the like you know like let me let me deal in information and mm-hmm. manipulation as opposed to just you know like throwing War, his, tactic. his shirt off and you know and ba- and he, yeah and he's like an imposing figure when he b- battles zuko but, so what do we think of in the show with him um how would they present him without the campiness do we think that wasn't present or do we think that uh they still managed to have some of the uh, zhao's tv uh animated effects in the show and if not campy, how would you describe this portrayal of Zhao? I've heard smarmy from a comic. Yeah, yeah, that's like that's, where I go yeah, there with this. Kind of what yeah. it is. He's... Remind, it's like a happy medium between the movie and the show. It's like they want him to be super the off-brand, movie. like Littlefinger. Dylan, come on. <laughs> yeah, that yeah, Littlefinger vibes, but like not as smart because he's. I don't know. I forgot if we got somewhere that's later in the series and i don't think we have so i'm gonna keep my mouth shut okay yeah i'm hard yeah, to talk about. i i really like his i don't know he's like sniveling and i don't yeah. know i i like him kind of as this climber and i like I do him too. as this like i like that he isn't like already highly regarded and he's trying to like throw his weight around he's just i don't know i i i like the Oh, yeah, and that's what I was going to say is that he's he's still like a, a climber in Avatar. Like he gets promoted and I assume they'll do the same thing to Admiral. But, uh, the you know, the difference is he was like kind of already this imposing force, this active force and everything that was going on. Whereas here he seems more hidden away. Um, 
And yeah, I guess if you're going for that ladder climbing type thing, that's a interest. That's a maybe a more natural place to start with a character like this. Um, that being said, so he makes the decision at the end of the episode to report Tozai on the Avatar being found. Do, what equivalent did that happen in Avatar? I don't remember. It did didn't. Happen? It didn't happen. <laughs> yeah, we don't see it. Right How does Ozai find out about Aang? I actually don't remember. He. I, it was from uh, people on Zuko's ship, like the. Well, like, the, the the people on the ship is no so that's Ozai, how Zhao not Zhao, Zhao. Right? Ozai. Yeah. Um. Wait, what are we? So, what is the question? So they kept like so at the end of this episode, uh, Zhao writes to Ozai saying that. Oh, and uh, like how did Ozai? The Avatar's back. Yeah. I think word uh, just got just, around. Yeah. They, don't, they just never specifically finale. show it. It was well, after... when Aang first goes into the Avatar state in episode three of the original animated series, mm-hmm. like the Fire Sages know when they go send word to the Fire Lord. Yeah, mm-hmm. the, the temple eyes closed. The Fire stuff, Sages. Yeah. yeah, we haven't done that yet. Yeah, but then we don't really see him actively being Find aware out. of it until after yeah. the well, battle in the North Pole. Yeah, yeah. so I, I heard Mike and Brian talk about this on the official Avatar podcast that they, they, they made the decision to not ever show Ozai really until the last season to try to build him up as kind of this off-screen force and then have this, like, big reveal, which Mike was kind of criticizing his past decisions. He didn't know if that really paid off in the way he anticipated it doing. Um, so this show, they reveal Ozai right away in the end of this episode, which we see uh, with Daniel Dekam. He's um, awesome. I Yeah, I think he's great in this. Yeah. That's like yeah, one I mean, of I'm those not things. I'm not like really seeing you nailed it so far, but um, yeah, we it's, love it's him. It's just very hard because, like, of what you said, Mike had Ozai not be on screen until book three. That like we're getting him immediately here. It's very jarring to compare the two, especially because Ozai is not really a super. He's not a deep person. character. Yeah, <laughs> right. So this is another. I feel like natural change. They should. They can easily make bring Ozai into the fold earlier. I think seems, it's a great. Seems decision. like it makes sense. It's a very good decision, the... and it makes just the the whole Fire Nation read better like the interactions between all the characters that include him or that i guess maybe this is a natural change because of the change to zhao's character because zhao is kind of the face of the fire nation in yeah yeah he was so if you so if you take the uh commanding force from zhao and make him more of a little finger as opposed to more of like an active fighter and uh strategist then you kind of need that role filled that, that you then bring Ozai in. So maybe they change Zhao because they bring Ozai in. Maybe it's at the same time. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I think these are all really interesting, like, tweaks you can make to when you're when you're adapting the show. Um, that being said, again, changing Zhao, I feel like, is, is pretty necessary. I'm interested to see what they do with him. But I, I'm, I guess, ha- I'm at least happy that it's like, a, it stands out as, like, one of the better performances thus far. So we're, we're trying to give the characters due. Again, I think bringing him into this episode is a good idea. Getting him into the fold early. I'm Is he is he going to be in like every episode? That'll be kind of be interesting. Because book one kind of has the dual villains with, with Zhao and Zuko to differing he's effects. A, uh, he's a main. He's credited as a main uh, yeah. character. So, so. So, so and how the animated show handles it was, I guess, you know, Zhao is not in every episode or in, a, yeah. in every plot line. Um, so that'll be interesting to see how that's how that's handled. Um, I, you like him talking to Iroh. They're both kind of being coy um, with what they're saying. I think that's a fun dynamic. Uh, but yeah, removing the Agni Kai. Uh, so my Ooh. question, my question was, is that because we are going to show the Zuko Ozai flashback Agni Kai in extreme detail, and we want we don't want to upstage that with an Agni Kai early on? That's the only reason I can probably. kind of think. Probably, probably that was my assumption. Yeah, because I thought about it, I'm like, this is a hallmark moment of Avatar early on. 
Um, and it's where you get like the music as well. Yeah. For, and so why take it out? I guess that would make sense if we're replacing it with another thing. That being said, as a or or know, they're gonna Agni Kai, and Zuko flashes back to the, like his first Agni Kai. He has a traumatic so, response. Yeah, could do two at once. Um, you could have done that here, I guess. Uh, I well, can, now they're well, gonna be like they're kind of oh, they're kind of hint- they're, they're gonna actually like work together as opposed to just trying to beat the other to the Avatar. So, you know, maybe we'll get some Zuko's like, he's trying to rah, 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 and Yeah, well, they they try to, pro- uh, Iroh tries to propose, they or Zhao proposes they want to work together, and then he immediately goes back on it and writes to Ozai, right? So, um, we will see what that entails, but presumably Zuko will not really want to work with him if he finds out his dad knows. I loved Zuko's line, please don't tell anyone, like... <laughs> So well done, Zuko. It was so wonderful. Yeah, don't like, tell anyone. Like, okay, Zuko. Calm Zuko, down. yeah, he he really does is not being shown as not having any social grace thus far. Hilarious. Like, no, I feel like even then, even more than animated Zuko. That he is 16. Yeah. He ran. Is just that was you know, incredible delivery. I got the impression that they aged up both Zuko and Sokka. They did age up Zuko. I don't know if they aged up Sokka. How, how like, old Sokka's supposed to be? Sokka seems closer to like 17 to me. He's 16. They aged up Zuko to 17, mm. for what it's worth. He presumably they up. aged Azula, presumably. But we haven't seen her yet. Um, I guess Sokka was 16 in the show. I guess. He was 15. He's 15? Okay, so yeah. he aged him up, yeah. As we mentioned, up. all the Avatar ages are so weird. Oh, yeah. I thought he was 16 in the show. Okay. I think by the end he's supposed to be 16. They all, yeah. And they all age a year throughout the course of Avatar. Well, years. okay. So Aang's 12, Katara's 14, Sokka's 15, Azula's 14, Zuko 16. Toph is 12 also. But... And no one knows how old Suki is because she's not a character. Yeah, I <laughs> she could be 25. Like... <laughs> <laughs> or something. Um, any, other, any other Zhao thoughts so far? I like his sideburns. They are they are quite magnificent. I think they do a good job with the look, yeah. That one lieutenant, Lieutenant G, has way bigger sideburns than he does. It's true, you're That's right. That's the no, guy, he's Lieutenant him, G from like, the show, well, remember him? He was like the one member of the crew that we got a name. Yeah, yeah so you got a name Did from the first episode. Did he keep his name? Episode. It's the same yeah. name? He yeah. he didn't he didn't talk in this episode. So oh, that's I do, amazing. I assume he comes back later. But he he was G G in the first episode. Oh, he, will... though they kept his name from the animated show. Okay. Yeah, that's what I. Yeah, meant. that's I what I'm saying. That. Okay, cool. I will say, out of all the facial hair, I think it's um, it all looks very glued on, and it's not my favorite costuming <laughs> choice. Even even Iros. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah the 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 hair uh, the hair yeah, the, the work is not um, fantastic. No. I say is like not a professional in this space. Like, yeah, I yeah, of course. but I'm using like, my I'm eyeballs. Just, I'm just some rando, but I like, will yeah. say, I, I think Monk Gyatso looked, his mustache was quite spectacular. I miss Gyatso already. We didn't even talk about Zuko's scar. It's not, not a scar. I'm it. mad about it. It could be more scary. I'm not fine. a professional makeup designer either, so I'm not going to say anything. But I'm. It's, I it's, it, it looks, I guess, realistic, right? It, no, maybe. I agree. maybe. Does it though? Because no, it like... could have been way worse. Yeah. It's it's not as prominent as yeah, it was. They, if they were trying funny. to go for the Game of Thrones audience, they could have done the Game of Thrones makeup for that. It's also funny to me that, like, you know, like in the this Agni Kai when when Ozai messed him up, it's like he just gently brushed part of his face with a little bit of fire and. Like it just like it. That's how it looks. Like the yeah, fact yeah. that like he's got one scar in one specific spot. Um, <laughs> it's really it. prominent on his face, and they were like, "Nah, nowhere else." 
Well, I just mean like in the sh- like in the live action, it's just not as prominent as it should be. Yeah. I guess it might be a hard thing to make look good, so it's better yeah, to be a little bit more good. subtle with it. Okay. Yeah. yeah Gnarly. Probably. So. Um, how about who have we talked about here? Uh, Momo. 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 <laughs> love Momo. Wait, so yeah, on the last podcast, you got we were like, what if he shows up in a shirt? He was in a bag, right? He was in a bag. Yeah. And they and they hadn't left the hair temple, which it seems like they're about to leave, but he's still there. Which also, is, is great. Was like, I bet sorry. you taste like chicken. I'm like, just chicken. Just chicken. Yeah, they're struggling with the hybrid animals, honestly. (laughs) Like, they do mention the whale. Iroh talks about that. So there's a hybrid something that Iroh talks about. Um, Yeah, chicken. I don't know. I guess guess Momo and Sokka were... Harkens back to actual Avatar to some extent. They just keep keep harassing him. It's great. Yeah, we need... So Momo... Will Momo fight in the show? Because he does uh, style <laughs> actual things. I think that uh, he was Superman throwing rocks seen. at the firebenders. Oh, he was. Yeah. That's okay. There you go. So let's do that. Uh, I think Momo looks good. I, I thought, you know, there's an element of like photorealisticness looking to them, like kind of uncanny to him and Appa to some extent. But I think they look good. He looks I rabid. Because <laughs> he looks like ill. <laughs> yeah, he looks Gotta... um I guess scrungy could be a word to use. Maybe he'll it. be more uh domesticated when later on. Uh, just needs his rabies shots. Yeah, <laughs> I mean little... you probably should bring him to the vet after you just ran take him from this a hundred years island with uh God, how unclear... did he live? It wasn't even like he's the only thing on that well, yeah, I guess they just wiped out the airbender. Did, did, we, did we ever see other He was lemurs? eating fruits because that's no. why they named him Momo. I don't in, remember. In Korra, like, do we see any? Yeah. Yeah, right? Popo. Yeah. Or what, Pokey, whatever those. Pokey. Pokey. <laughs> How that. <laughs> <laughs> I think I remember Mike and Brian were like, um. How do they bring they back the flying bison? Like, I don't even remember. They, I don't know. They, they like, found them found, somewhere. Yeah, they found. They were like, oh, yeah, they, they found the flying bison. Oh, we conveniently found them. Okay. Yeah. I don't okay. remember that. Yeah, don't worry about it. It's rule of cool. Yeah, I think that's. Oh, I want to talk about um, the spirit world. Uh, hurts my eyes. Yeah. So, did did we interpret this, Delaney? This is the spirit world. I assume that he's that he's going into. I think we're going to see more of it later. But so in in uh, one oh seven or whatever, when Aang goes in the spirit world for the first time to talk to Roku, he does go in the spirit world, right? But it doesn't like look like this. I guess. Yeah, he just has like rocks behind him. Here it's just like this blurred. It's the forest, like forest. It's, that's like they're tripping on some psychedelic. I don't know. That is exactly what it looks like, indeed. Yeah, I like uh, it. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's. It's going to be interesting how they portray the spirit world. This is just a taste. I don't know if I'm, I might get sick if it's going to look like this, and then, <laughs> then I'm going to be thrown up. Like I get motion sick. It's. It's going to be rough on me. Yeah, that is kind of not a good thing. I thought it was appropriately disorienting. That's fair. Mm. That's fair. That's probably what they're going. For, I was yeah. indeed disoriented. <laughs> what would you do if you were thrown into another world and this giant cry. woman was yelling at you? I would cry. Oh, she was very giant. Didn't they say they put her up on a box as well? Yes, the actress. Yes, she looked very giant. And I respect them be... staying true to how Kiyoshi was like seven feet tall or something mm-hmm. like that. <laughs> yeah, for some reason. Um, oh yeah, so we referenced the Kiyoshi. Backstory from the book, I think Katara says she was an orphan, you know, so. Until she was adopted by a wealthy family. Yeah. 
So that wasn't in the show, correct? They, they this is yeah, a, nothing about Kiyoshi except for her killing people was in the show. So they're Kiyoshi novels that this is coming from. You yeah. should read those, by the way, audience. Please, they are very good. She's bullying all of us too. Don't can't worry. remember where she gets adopted from. I read this. She's like a by the family who was um. I mean, yeah, but what is she? Novel. What is she before? What was Just, she doing? Like, before? She's like a or, she's an orphan girl? on the street. She and she, she goes into the house where they're like, they look at the toys for to find out if you're the avatar, and she takes one and then takes off. Yeah, and, and then the Airbending Master, who's supposed to be, she has some the avatar, mentor, right? Yeah, yeah, the Airbending Master. Okay, that's the part I remember. Question: uh, So, like, did she live on Kyoshi Island or somewhere else? No. She lived in I don't remember not the Kyoshi not to Island. not to start with right she eventually. created Kyoshi Island did she bring it out of the sea or you even though the show clearly Wasn't states the... she was born yeah there. yeah Th- this was in Avatar though. maybe maybe like she was born on what is now Kyoshi Island and at the time it, it isn't I forgot oh, what it's called in, in Avatar she she separates it right like yes. yeah yeah, yeah. That, okay I do remember that now yeah. so it becomes ridiculous. Kyoshi Island but she was like born in the spot that the village yeah that like. The okay. island is on. Does like the Kyoshi game. portrayal here want make you want to see a full Kyoshi movie adaptation? Yeah. Uh, Not really. No. Well, oh. live action? No, animated for Avatar Studios. I, mean, I guess so. No, I don't want it to be a movie. I'd rather a show. Yeah, but I also really like coming. the books. The books are really and, good. I like. I mean, I think animation would be the only way to do it, but I still think the books on their own are pretty good enough. But it would be it would be a very good adult animated show. Lots yeah, of nobody wants to read anymore, though. <laughs> we have to watch with our eyes, <laughs> our eyeballs. That's you can watch words on a page with your eyeballs, but then you have to process them more, and you have to imagine what it looks like. I don't have yeah, enough I mean, RAM for that, Allie. <laughs> <laughs> you have enough RAM for a whole for series. I mean, that's why they did, that's why they did comics to help. If with we the get a series, I also no, want I'm a Yangchen series because it's like spy novel, very good as well. You should read those too. Oh, I forgot that she's got a. Yeah, she's they got. All, two, they all they got, both have they two. All got YA books. Just, two, just the two so far, and then Roku's ca- coming this summer. Oh, or I what, what about what about Kurok? Okay, if and... Roku and Sozin aren't, uh... yeah, they're gonna they're gonna kiss. They have to kiss. They exploit each other's bodies, and it's gonna. Oh be yeah, but, yeah, <laughs> that was definitely bodies. a thing. You know it happened. I'm I'm counting on this author. I'm it's not. I'm, I'm with you. It's just I I want to have faith in this person. It's a different author than the Kyoshi and Yang Chen novels, but I I I want to believe. But with this show, I mean, as someone who read the novels and like I was screaming to my other friend who has read the novels, too, that like, oh, my God, Kiyoshi reference. And it like is pretty much exactly from the book, even though it's just a hint that made me really excited. Nice. I like like that they referenced it. That's the things that they choose to keep continuity with canon and the the things they choose to change is mind boggling to me. I agree. Like, right now, it seems a bit nonsensical. Like, I'm. It's cool that they chose to like reference her backstory for five seconds, but then they take away like Ang and Katara's dynamic as a whole. Like, not even romantically, just like friends. But like the fact that they interacted in that like whole underground wherever they were, just talking about the past avatars was cute. Like, I think I, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, in the uh, whatever they call it, in the shrine. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, which they which they say you can only channel in the shrine. Which I can't remember was if that was specifically stated in the show, but I guess that checks out with what happened in Avatar. Actually, I thought it um, was in Avatar. I thought it was because it was the solstice. 
That could be. I yeah, mean, there's. He had to go to the temple. There was the Kyoshi Shrine in Avatar Day, I believe. And Truthfully, then, uh, they just kind of did it whenever. Like, yeah, Roku it, would just pop yeah. in the Aang, like, yo, I need to talk to you. Yeah. Come here. Did he manifest <laughs> as Aang, or no, did he, like, pop no, in No, he would Aang. manifest himself to Aang sometimes. And then sometimes it's like, oh, come to my uh, island because you need to be here plot wise. Yeah, yeah, you're right. They just did whatever. Right. Seems right. Um, other changes. Okay, how about Suki's mom? Apparently named Yukari. She was hot. Uh, did not oh say God. that on the show. She was hot. What do you want from I me? I agree. She's hot. Hundred percent correct. Everyone on that island is gorgeous. Seems to be a natural change to me. Change the elder from a guy to a woman, and yeah, Suki's mom. It's a matriarchy. Yep. It makes yeah. way more sense. I liked her. It does. I agree. Uh, yeah. I mean, if she's, I think yeah, one of the, if she was supposed to be a character, I think we should have seen more. Uh, she was fighting with her fans. Yeah. Who is she as a person? Oh, come on. I don't know. The leader. Do you think she's related to Kiyoshi? Like, she's her great, 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 great. Yeah, we never really got into that, right? If Suki was related to Kiyoshi, I don't think we ever. That'd be cool. I'm making it canon in my heart. Yeah. And okay, instead of going to this last uh, change, I'm going to leave this open as we (laughs) ask. Mel. Okay, I've th- I thought I, I gave some thoughts. Hidden Zutara <laughs> from Episode Two Warriors. They made it tough on me this time by taking away the. Uh... They do interact in this episode. They do. Mm-hmm. Yes, they see. They look eyeballs at each other, <laughs> which is the first step in all things. But you know, my feeling is that it's not so much in um, the, the sort of blatant interactions and and seeing each other, but more in. You know, what What does he got in that journal that he's so, so <laughs> upset is, is gone from his, uh, his, his room? And I think it's pretty clear that what he's got in that journal that he's so uh, afraid to, uh, to have out in the world is all his, his secret deep thoughts and, and longings, um, after having the brief glimpse at the Southern Water Tribe of uh, the the woman he knew as that one chick, because uh, he did not have a name. See, I you know I know this is hidden Zatara, but like I, it's all about Aang. He's like, oh man, I'm really gay. No, for it's the- a code. It's a code. That's so you're not getting here. Aang <laughs> means Katara in the journal. But so yeah. hidden Zutara is the beard for his love for Aang. Yeah. No. No. Aang <laughs> so is good. the beard no, for his yeah. love for. Okay. okay. <laughs> okay. It's going to come out when we, when we, he finally gets that journal back and we're going to see him pouring over the pages to make sure there's no missing pages. You're going to see. You'll all Dear see. Diary, or we'll, or saw... we'll Aang see it. Your diary. Exactly. I saw the most incredible water tribe girl. <laughs> Something like that, right? Her hair. I love a tiny that diary. Inky. He ran. Yeah. Also the fact that like, and he calls it his diary. Like, no, it's He's his not ashamed. His he notebook. does not call it his diary. But he his calls it his notebook. Um, it's his diary. It is his diary. It's his creepy Zodiac Killer notebook. So I like this hidden. Yeah, I like this hidden Zutara from Mel. But the, in addition, they they fight. They face. They face off in this episode briefly. Um, when's the first time they fight in the show? Because uh... in the finale, it's a rematch. Yes. This time, it's not going to be much of a rematch. It's um. What... Is it? The, it's. 
pirate the pirate episode. Yeah, right? oh, it's the, the pirate. Yeah. Okay, well, so yeah, this is also uh, them incorporating 109 into this episode. The sure. rematch yeah. you're talking about is like they fight at the Spirit Oasis in the finale, and then they fight again in like the tundra when they're trying to get Aang back. Oh, they fight twice in the finale. Yeah, yeah, you're right. But the first, first time they, they square up is uh, but they, they the pirates. Well, of course, they're episode classic nine. interactions. Yeah. Yeah, so Mel, as a as our resident hidden Zutarian, do you think that this episode makes up for them removing the waterbending scroll? I'm actually it, it's interesting to me because I totally was like when when he popped up and she was you know they were getting ready to she was like oh you know they, they kind of they had their their brief face off moment I was like okay here we go this is they're gonna push the the agenda here and I was surprised that they did not um, disappointed one might say. It's because there's no agenda to push. It's fate. <laughs> well, no, but you, like, you know, I feel like that was like a, a thing that was floating around on the internet, um, you know, a, a lot of times. You would think it's like an adaptation, an edgy adaptation where they're going to change stuff. Oh, are we going to do Zutara? Like, that's actually a question. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Pretty clear signal from this episode. Yeah, they, they, they took out like the main, the, main, uh, the main part of it from this season. Yeah. Um, and the thing that kind of like you know launched the whole, the whole thing, like they the they sort thing. of removed that interaction. Um, yeah. So and the one that we do see, I mean, and Zuko just sees like I'm I'm warning you. I mean, look, he does warn her. Maybe I will cares say about that. I, I will say that. I was like, you know, that was kind of nice. <laughs> I will kill you if you don't move. That's yeah, so nice. Like, like, yeah. I mean, I mean, he oh could have just immediately started fighting. So yeah, get out of character for him. He wants her. Yeah, I, I do. Well, it's, it's a genuine question. I wonder why in his he was not as single minded in his effort. I mean, I he was, but he stopped for just, a second. He's not a you know. We know ultimately that he's not a bad person. You know, like that's his whole yeah. deal is that he well, this whole thing happened is because he was trying to save the lives of you know people he didn't know and and you know never yeah, really. He does. He is an it's a glimpse. Man. Uh, yeah, it's probably intended by the show as a glimpse into his not a. Uh, I don't know what I'm going to say, kind heart, but not terrible art. Uh, so that's probably what I intend. His mediocre that. heart. Yeah. He, Sam, what do you think of Hidden Zutara being back? He's too old for her. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, 17. That's, that's why it's hidden. Yeah, it's not well, legal. It is, it, it, depending on what state you're in. <laughs> Please. <laughs> I don't know. I, I appreciate Zuko just being being alone, as the episode title goes back in the day. I just I like him by himself. Season two. No, so you're not you're not rooting for May to be in the live action May and Zuko. I I didn't care about that either. That was pretty. <laughs> that was a pretty boring ship. You didn't like them in the rewatch? No, I like May. Oh, yeah, I like May. I mean, May's cool. I just I didn't care for them together. It just it didn't. Oh, I don't, I, know. Well, I don't want to spoil the comics, but I I got a little tore up. Oh yeah, no, I I find those comics very frustrating for yeah, a lot of reasons. They're weird. I I did not feel any shipping while I rewatched the original. None none of the ships. No. Not even Taka. I mean a little bit because I <laughs> was a big fan of it and I liked Toph so much, but like no, I'm I'm not I'm not too into that anymore. Which I mean, I think that's Seems like I'm better than all of you. I grew up. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, that's not what I'm saying. Um what I mean is I feel like that kind of thing might be a little bit reflected in the show, like there isn't that much happening romance-wise, apart from whatever's going on with Sokka and Suki here, um, thus far at least. It's just, you know, it, it, it's it's a different different demographic, as you know everybody's saying. So there isn't an appetite for, 
you know, Aang and Katara cute moments or like Zutara moments and stuff like that because it's a different audience. Then and, and plus, yeah. like we know how it ends ultimately, so yeah, yeah. they don't have to do the work, right? To like, they're like, yeah, like you know, we we can save this stuff because you know ultimately what's going to end up happening, so we don't yeah. have to invest as much time into into building it up because there's that built-in audience expectation. And as we discussed last episode, this potential second season would be you know filmed many years after the season was filmed, and the characters would the actors many would be older. Years? They're going to add the. First season many. was filmed late 2021. So okay, at this well, point, yeah. yeah. And they have, I don't, to my knowledge, they haven't filmed the season two yet. Um, and so, growth spurt. Puberty, right, so let's Ang, go. He's suddenly like three well, feet. Well, that's the thing. Ang, Gordon's Ang, voice would be, three octaves. Yeah, and Katara would probably be more palatable if they look older. So, and you could do Suko Katara teasing at that point as well, since um, there's not that weird age gap any i mean there still is but they'll be older i guess um so there's more potential for that down the road um but i am expecting them to do saka ua still so i guess they still the only sako is the only one that gets the romance Um, he's he's the heartthrob he's the lover boy i guess that's consistent (laughs) characterization i I don't know the thing about Sokka in the original like yeah he had like the romance and stuff he was the older kid apart from zuko but like he also he had those flaws like you know he was sexist he was kind of a meathead he was kind of mean and you know he isn't that anymore really so i don't know it, it's it just feels like they're they're scrubbing him of a lot of his original characteristics in order to make him more palatable palatable as we were talking about earlier and i don't want to be cynical about it but it does feel like there might be a little bit of uh, marketing sort of stuff happening like oh you should like Sokka he is so cool poor little meow meow Sokka <laughs> I don't know if that's what that means do you want to give do you want to give Sokka milky is that what you're saying I, okay. <laughs> I don't poor little Sokka he can do nothing wrong I guess his main flaw is that he's like awkward he's like from a he's like a country bumpkin now that's like that's his, his flaw, flaw. But like, it's but it's very likable. Yeah, it makes him more attractive than the other Sokka. He's just some guy, really. She's everything. He's just Ken. Exactly. He really is a Ken in this show. It's yeah. true. Yeah. Man. Oh man, who's Barbie? I think Aang's Barbie. Suki. Uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> I think Suki. Suki is Barbie. In this episode, Suki, no, I yeah. agree. I think Aang's Barbie. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> That's uh, true though, because he has all of the reincarnations. Like Barbie has all of the different that's, careers. Yeah, that's what. That's exactly. We got sure. we've got Doctor sure. Avatar. We've got. <laughs> <laughs> has anyone made that Avatar? parody? Yeah. Someone has to do it if they haven't already. Any any other thoughts on this Katara Zuko fight? It was. I thought it was strange. Like the pacing really? of it again. The fight scenes pacing is always strange. When you're translating this sort of animated masterpiece of like martial arts mixed with elements into live action, it's never gonna look right. Like the the CG looks good, but the like f- the physicality of everything it just feels off. And I get I get that Katara's also not like a master yet, but it didn't even seem like she tried that hard. But I guess because she's she traumatized did, she as well. Knock them all down, which was pretty cool. She's also traumatized, so I, I, I liked her practicing bending. That that's yeah, that was cool really good. Me. 
Yeah, I like that, that scene. I'd like to see more. I, yeah, I'm to be determined on if uh, for a larger scale fight. I know we get Kyoshi bending all the elements. I thought that, that was generally was looked sick. good. That was amazing. So, I think it, they delivered eventually, but I'm still you know they haven't really had a huge fight yet on the show, so to be determined. I to guess your point the, I though, guess Kyoshi's the... scene made me more hype for actual like big fights because that looked really good. Oh, I was super yeah, you, cool. He was. Scared. You got her with all the elements in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, but. It, he was doing, she was doing the ball. She's like, here's the element ball. It makes me want to see Aang do stuff. Yeah. The fact that we got Kyoshi there. So I'm still surprised maybe that's he good. hasn't bent water once or hasn't tried to. Like, especially after thinking, Katara being like, like, you should practice. Yeah. I was expecting her to like be like practice. Yeah, they with just me. splash each other. He's he supposed doesn't really to be bend. like by the end of the like pretty proficient by the end of the season. That's what, that's what we gotta pick up like, the pace. <laughs> he'll he'll practice water in Omashu. It's such a natural fit. <laughs> Yeah, Maybe surrounded they have, by. Do they have it. underground rivers or something? They have, I feel yeah, like. they have they a, a sewer, sewer system. <laughs> yeah, he'll practice in the sewers. Hoop bending. Uh, <laughs> speaking of Omashu, by the way, as having not seen that episode, this adapting that is one of the silliest episodes of Avatar. I feel like, yeah. Yes. If they're not doing silly, you really got to change that episode a lot uh, to make it work for this show. So. I guess I'm hopeful because I want to see changes. Like, so. he literally encases them in rock candy. Like, what are we doing? They're, they're just in rock candy for half the episode. I assume we're not getting rock candy. Like, that would be right. wild for the show. But they should. They should do the rock candy, even though it's it's not. It's like one of the stupider things make, in, in the original it Avatar. Even scarier. Like, they should make it like so <laughs> dire and it's still rock candy. <laughs> Actually, scary rock candy. Um, oh, yeah. So someone's there on here on the outline, by the way. We said there's no uh, intro last episode. There's the, there's like a title card. I mean, it's not really an intro. Yeah. But the, the, I like the brushstroke motif. Okay, I, uh, so I'm, I have like my washer and my dryer on while I'm watching this episode. <laughs> and it's just like fire, whoosh, air. Like they're just like sounds. And they're like, here's the show. And I was like, really? That's what that's what you did? Yeah, we just we just go in. So we go with Netflix in the beginning, and then we just get the title card and the episode card. Um, I, I still so. wish they did a Game of Thrones Avatar map intro. I agree. Yeah. Oh, uh, so the brush strokes. So in the original series, the um, you know the the characters were like the titles. I can't tell yet. Did were they different? Um, oh, I think I it's like the Earth, like the 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 symbols. Like the, you're talking about the Chinese the characters they're using? Yeah, they change depending on... I will tell you right now, they will change depending on where they are. Yeah. Okay, because okay. I just because I just cool. meant, like, you know, when they're like, Aang, and then they do the character. Yeah, no, it's it's not. It's something you'll see in, like, okay. the next so episode. Okay, it'll change. Okay, yeah. cool. Anything else from the episode itself uh, we've not brought up? I'm trying to go through your outline. I mean, there's definitely on. stuff we haven't talked about, but... So is Sokka just going to whip out the fan? That'd be cool. Oh, yeah, so Sokka gets the fan at the end. That's cool. I like that. And I thought it would have been cute boomer- if, like, Suki got his, not boomerang, but, like, the other stupid weapon. Did he, he, he didn't has. even say boomerang, did he? No. He's he didn't like, call it boom. boom did, like, he's, he, he's like, check out my weapon, Suki. He's like, I made it myself. I made it myself. How? But it's, it's, it's this like- is boomerang. <laughs> yeah, how did you? <laughs> how did he good forge question. that? Him, like, it, it, There's a whole very- episode of him forging a weapon later. Why not? Yeah. What is oh, how did yeah. Make this one? That's true. <laughs> there was Check another it. meteorite at a cell phone. Oh, That's how he made the boomerang. Oh, I liked I liked uh, Suki talking to Sokka about their non-benders, so they have to be extra. Yes. Yeah. yeah, that was cool. That was good. It's a good part. Um, oh, yeah, we didn't talk about the, this. I think I mentioned it on the last podcast, and it, I, it was a mistake. It was in this episode. His um, flashback to 
being too good at bending. Yes, Aang yeah. has a flash as a flashback. Uh, yeah, I, I didn't know. He almost killed that, that guy. Restraint. He just knocked those kids right off the cliff. So we saw at least one uh, Southerner Temple flashback, which mm-hmm. we get multiple of in the show. So we'll see. But I, I like seeing that. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. This uh, this was on my list of dislikes. The running joke of we got to put a bell on you, Suki. Oh, yeah. I didn't like that. Uh-huh. Wasn't that, that cla- was also that was definitely such a buffy modern joke that happened humor. later in the series. Yeah. Like uh and most jokes are originally buffy jokes, I feel yeah. like in television at this I point. I mean this is you know, jokes about cows and bells probably goes back. Well I'm not centuries. saying it invented it, but you know, TV <laughs> tropes exist for a reason. No, everything's, I, everything's buffy. Mel's right. My my well, yeah. My, I, I, I this felt extremely dated for I mean, I guess Avatar takes place right in the relative past, but uh yeah, and I, I, I don't. I was like, why? Well, this, I, this wasn't particularly funny. I, I feel like this shows. Oh yeah, and then there's this one moment where um, Sokka and Suki are talking, and Suki's like, "Actually, we're the Kyoshi Warriors," and she explains what they are, and Sokka's like, "Oh, you got me." Like it was like an insult. Um, I was like, "You really just explained it, though." I don't feel like it wasn't, you know, it wasn't really a comeback. Yeah. So I, I, I thought a lot of the attempted humor was uh, awkward in this episode. Yeah. They really need some sound effects and some funny music cues. Ba-dum-bum. Yeah, yeah they, they need some zaniness. Like, they well, need some camp. Look, as long as I we see the so. Cabbage Man. In a well, you oh, just no, might. No. Speaking of, no foaming at the mouth guy. Yeah, where is he? Oh my god, you're right. No we, foaming. We, they've, the bra- they've bragged about how we're seeing Cabbage Guy and they're bringing back the original voice oh, actor. But not foamy. But no foamy. Robbed. Like, where is he? He's also iconic. Robbed. I agree. We saw him twice. Yeah. Well, we're, ne- we're definitely not getting Avatar Day in season two, so we probably won't see him at all now. Rip foamy. They killed him. That's It's another. It's like, we can't do foamy. That's, uh, I mean, I don't know. Is foamy. It's too camp. Uh, is it too camp? Is it ableist in some fashion, right? Oh, like, is it, you know, like, probably, but like, it's, it's, they're, they're just having no fun. There's no, ver- they can do a version of Foamy that fits for the show. Do you guys just yeah, have fun? They can just have a guy totally. in the background with an avatar scroll and he's like, yeah, I love the avatar. But no. If he, yeah, what if he has I, like fake tattoos? They, they took out the whole, like, <laughs> any enthusiasm so for the avatar. They took all of that out, I guess, you know, like, uh, yeah, because the, they're, the, kid, the, the kids were excited that he's an airbender, but, that's but because like of like the of fear that Yukari instilled in her people is like, don't trust anybody because they could come and mess everything up. Yeah. Yeah. Anything else from the episode? The costumes were done really well. I know they like they emphasized. I, I think I remember from the press kit that they were like the feast is like going to be specifically Japanese food. And it was all dessert festival food. And I was like, they're having this for breakfast. I, guess, I mean, I guess they like, rolled out the stops so for the avatar, but Made me very hungry. They had Dongo Dylan. Oh yeah, Momo oh yeah, yeah. Mom, that was what Momo had. Yeah, yeah. Dongo. Daikazoku. <laughs> <laughs> oh I, I thought I thought the Kyoshi makeup looked really good. Yeah, yeah. I like the addition of the gold on the eyes. It's yeah. They, I'm looking at the our screen cap of it. it looks good. Yeah. Uh, I, I, visually, I'm I'm good generally with. Yeah. Everything. I know there's some specific things here or there. Yeah, like the air. People have commented on not liking or whatever, but um not it. I'm I'm generally a fan of everything visually. It's not that's not the issue here. I wish they used a different camera or like a different lens or something. <laughs> well no, that's it's just like as there there's something with the settings and the costumes, it just doesn't feel right. Like it looks it looks good, 
and like I can really I can respect the artistry of everything. They're like we film just Comic Con. Part of yeah. what the problem might be, and I was talking to Manu about this yesterday. We were just talking oh. just about the show. I, I think it feels like sometimes the writer of the episode, I guess, or like the writing team of each episode versus the director didn't necessarily share the same vision. Like the way the camera is directed sometimes with certain scenes that like maybe the dialogue is supposed to be mm. represented as serious, but it just comes off as funny or like camp when it's not supposed to be. It j- There's like a disconnect there somewhere. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. It just there's there's something not working with my eye <laughs> on this, and it, it's, something's off. Like not not just like Uncanny Valley. Like that's gonna happen with CG. It's it's I don't know. Just something like the camera just looks too HD. We need some. I don't know, dude. Like we we need something else. Yeah. We need. I mean, it we need the world doesn't look lived in. Yeah, exactly. It just looks like we're on a soundstage. <laughs> Yeah, yeah that, that's what I Jeff mean, we was are, saying. But like... That's what Jeff said last podcast about about his issues with the costumes. Was it they didn't feel it didn't feel lived in for the Southern Water Tribe, and they're supposed to be kind of more run down. You could apply that to Kyoshi, although I guess nicer there. But yeah, it, it, everything does feel very pristine. Yeah. I guess I think it's fair. I need some dirt. Um, some dirt. Dirt. Get that. Get that. The Mirthbenders here. Yeah, they did. Me. Aang was dirty after he fought as Kyoshi. Yeah, after he fell down in the dirt, That's then he good. was dirty. That's good. Well, he needs to spread it to everybody else. <laughs> Airbin dirt on everyone. No, no spreading yeah. germs. Wear a okay, mask. Let's, let's talk about yes. Let's talk about our uh, feedback um, that we got from people. Thank you for those who commented or wrote in everywhere. Podcast at overly animated. Dot com. We got Hi, a comment. Yes, hello. Uh, we got a comment from Earthly Cactus, um, a fan that we uh, happy we're back. Uh, uh, so glad you are doing podcasts. Love having us a companion piece to enjoy the show. Your podcast filled with so much joy, and I can't believe we got you all back for this. It's such a treat. Thank you for doing this. Yay! Yay. Thank you for listening. Uh, yes, thank you. They ask about uh, Netflix's One Piece uh, live action uh, show as a comparison, which I have not seen. Does anyone have any comments on? Has anyone compared to this? seen it? No. No, I thought you would. I did see other <laughs> other people on Twitter comparing it. Just because I'm a weeb doesn't mean I watch everything anime. I assume if it's weeb, I assume I go to you. All right. Well, I've never watched the original One Piece. I've never read the manga. I haven't watched the the live action series. Not a real weeb. Then. I know that, that people really like it because this question. The, like okay. the creator of the original is on it, like consistently. I think that's the biggest like takeaway from the live action adaptation. Yeah. Okay. Well, so there you go. No, no, not my, at this time. No one. Piece I do plan to watch like the anime. No, you're you not. do. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's over a thousand. You, episodes. you can watch like an episode of it. You're not going to watch the whole thing. You're not going to understand what one, one yeah. episode. It's over a thousand episodes. I think I watched the first. Actually, I think do think I watched the first few episodes of One Piece. It's you get the gist. And I'm you can do anything you set your mind to. Don't listen to them. Okay, we have another. We got a long email from Avatar Momo. Thank you very much for writing in. Uh, They say uh, glad the Netflix show existing gives us more FTSW content. Um, Yay! The they didn't like Ang running away. We talked about that. there's uh the what what else do I want to talk about? Oh yeah, the uh, the Katara being the diminished as the main POV character. 
which I think is interesting too. We talked about Katara not being mother, the motherly aspect, but um, yeah, maybe maybe it is Sokka more than Katara as the perspective character for the show to some extent now, which is a little annoying. Um, I don't know. Any anyone other comments? Any? I mean, I guess you all, some of you all will know if uh, she gets more prominence perspective later on. But maybe that's what you're losing with the sexism is like uh, some some seeing Katara's experience as much. And it's not really, really being replaced by anything, you know, like uh, that's that's a lot of what uh, we're seeing with with what Katara goes through. But a lot of that comes in the Northern Water Tribe. So I guess we'll see. I do think they're kind of trying to set it up more like the three of them are the protagonists versus like the show from Katara's Mm -hmm. point of view. But we'll have to see more. But I do think that is something they took away with the intro and then having Grand Grand do it. Like they kind of just took like the fact that everything's kind of framed from Katara's point of view just out. Yeah, I think that's the way the intro and generally hurts with Katara. But I'm hopeful we'll get more stuff with her. So I guess we will see. Um, but I, I I agree with a lot of that. Um, the uh, Avatar moment says, "P.S. Love the hidden Zutara segments." <laughs> I found the podcast during the Korra days, and it reminded me of the Makora frogs theory. Same energy. Oh my god! I forgot about Makora frogs. <sighs> How lucky you were! <laughs> <laughs> oh, I I decided that if they do a live action Legend of Korra, they should just make it Korra and Asami from the beginning, and just. Oh, I thought you were yeah. going to say yeah, right. I mean, I would Cora assume, and Asami frogs. I would assume that would be the move. To... That's the natural move. Or make yeah. it a love triangle with Mako. I don't think that's the Maka, move like they would go with, honestly. I, think I mean, they might love triangle, but by season two, you're already yeah. like establishing. For sure, but I, I think they're going to no, bring Asami like, in as a romantic interest to Korra. And Korra's like, wow. Like, that's just, we just yeah. no Mako. Yeah. I don't well, see that happening. Well, we still got to have, we still got to, unfortunately, we still got to have. Do we need We don't need it, but you know they're going to keep it. No, do we need Mako at all? We could just form it into like a bull in Mako. Like Matt, one character. Uh, yeah, a composite yeah. character of the two. It's Mako, that's his new name. Mako. But, but, it, but, but it's not any Mako, it's just Bolin. I yeah. don't think we need a live action Korra to begin with. I oh, I agree with you. I just, it, this is just what I... Well, Sam, did we need a live action Avatar? Yeah, no. it's, it no. might be on the docket whether you want it or not. Well, unfortunately, the world doesn't do what I want most of the time, so... <laughs> mood, what a mood. Sam, I asked last podcast, everyone, do you care about this show? Well, I certainly didn't care about it until uh, we were proposed with podcasting about it, so... So w- would you have watched it without the podcast? Um, I probably would have thrown it on and watched it with my girlfriend, just like, oh, look at this. It's, it's here. It's in front of us. <laughs> there it is. Yeah. Yeah. But, remember but you, when, you when we watched Avatar? Wasn't that better? Yeah. <laughs> Let's do that again. Yeah. Instead. Seriously. But but the, you, there's not a lot of emotional attachment here. Is the sense I'm getting? Uh, not really. I'm definitely uh, looking at it a bit more objectively than I probably would have if I were actually hype about it, which I am not. Yeah, but yeah, I've already yeah, watched yeah. all of it, so whatever. Okay, so we'll we'll see. Um, and then last comment from Christopher: I used to listen to From the Spirit World uh, back as a kid. I'm an OG Avatar fan. Didn't find you guys until Core aired. It's so nostalgic to hear you all back together again. Excited to listen. Yay! So oh, thank wow. you all. 
You know, wor- worst case, the show sucks. At least we're all talking about it. Yeah. That was the idea, you know. Yeah. So <laughs> well, hopefully, this has been good. I was like, uh, you're fine. Well, I'm thinking that was also their idea too. I mean, it's no coincidence that some uh, Avatar Studios stuff dropped, like news-wise, the same week that this came. You're out. right. You're right. <laughs> and now we're getting an Avatar Fortnite collab. Oh yeah. Oh damn. Is that when it, that's what, what that's what Ali that shared was in I the was chat. Like, oh, and I was oh. like, that is a Fortnite leaker. I was like, what is this? My friend just shared it with me right awesome. before we started recording, and I was like, I think I'm gonna be real with you. Today. I don't know what Fortnite is. It's an Fortnite. online video game that <laughs> Gen Z plays. I play it. Oh, you you're Gen Z. Yeah, how old are you? I like I like that Mel doesn't. I like that Mel doesn't know anything. Like, wait, how old are you? I am 27. You're Gen Z. That's that's yeah, that's old Gen Z. Delaney's baby. You're on the border. Yeah. Well, I don't know what they're talking about. Delaney, we need your reaction to Avatar Fortnite. Okay, so okay, as the speaker of the Gen Z, <laughs> I am not the speaker. Delaney's a big Z, a big Fortnite player. Okay, so on the one hand, I'm a little nervous because there was a lot of talk about being a Doctor Who collab, and that's not true. So we'll see. But okay. um, oh, it could be fake. Okay. It could be fake. That's my only thing because they were talking for months about a Doctor Who collab, and that didn't happen. So uh, if there's a if there's gonna be an Avatar Fortnite collab that's super awesome, you're gonna see Aang shooting people with a gun. So yeah, uh, yeah. Do they want? Does Nick want that? No. I feel like I mean the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Ninja are already Turtles. in it. Yeah, right now mm. the Ninja we're, we're actually it's not even just a collab like skins. There is a song. There are there is a full um, event going on. They can have Lady, Lady Gaga is also in Fortnite now, right? Like, they just added Lady Gaga. She's, she's shooting people. I don't think she. she wants Lady that. Gaga can shoot people. I don't want Aang shooting. <laughs> Um, well, played as Lady Gaga on. Aang would despise guns. Like uh, he's gonna though. shoot a gun. Yeah, I'm a what healer, avatar but... out of all the avatars would Kyoshi? Definitely, definitely Kyoshi. Kyoshi <laughs> would pick that thing yeah. up right away. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, so I will. I will say this: um, when we do events like this, so we've had Naruto events, we've had um, Jujutsu Kaisen and Attack on Titan. And when they do these and Ninja Turtles, when they do these events, they include weapons from that series. So maybe you could pick up something and you can do airbending or you could do firebending or that that would be really cool. cool. And that might be something I would like to combustion bend in Fortnite. <laughs> that would be cool. That's basically a gun. That's true. That is um, so that would be something. And they you know, basically a bomb. They might add a, a POI, like an area on the map. Uh, they kind of did that with the Ninja Turtles. So I, um, if they, if this actually happens, don't worry, I will spend all my money on it and I can review everything. So damn, thank you. We'll get you. I do. I did buy review. all the Ninja Turtles because uh, Leonardo is wow. my favorite. I love the Ninja Turtles a lot. Yeah. Okay. More to come. And it'd be cool apparently. if you did it with Aang. It'd be cool because like his glider can be a glider, and then also Appa could be a glider. Mm. And Momo so could be backling. The they said Appa glider, and I'm already like, this is gonna be not the move. It'll be really funny because they're gonna have to have you surf on him, or you're hanging under him because that's what it looks like. Unless or it's just like, or it's just a glider that has like an Appa skin on it, which I, I don't. That I would know. be terrible. I'd be so mad about that's that. That's what I'm picturing. You all talking some stuff that I don't. Yeah, who knows uh, what they're talking? Video okay. game. Anyway, I love Fortnite. Uh, an avatar could have a gun in the future, by the way, if an avatar studio shows. <laughs> That's is, is, true. Is mo- modern modern, techn- already, modern done, technology. They already had a nuclear bomb in Korra, so yeah, they don't. I don't think they need guns. They can ban. No, I don't think so. Yeah, you could argue guns wouldn't develop in the avatar. That's probably what they'll do. Um, but yeah, if they do the next avatar, I don't know. They're, they're talking about modern technology. About well, they out, you and I they outlawed blood, blood bending, so they'll probably outlaw guns. 
Well, according Wedding to the show, you can just burn it. people to death, and that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, in yeah. This, oh, yeah, no burning people in this episode. That's not um, true. We got flashbacks of Katara's trauma. Yes. You just wait. You just you just give it some time. I assume we'll see a lot more pe- people burn, and you don't put that in the first episode people. and then not, not get more. So that's going to be <laughs> um, fun. Okay. We're going to have dragons pretty soon. Not that I enjoy violence, but if we're going to see people burning people, I want to see other bending also demolish other humans. That's what mm. I'm saying. When are we going to get earthbending impaling somebody? Sea? Yes. Or ice? Yeah. Yeah. yeah you would think. When are we going to oh, yeah. see Zaheer's secret technique? Yeah, maybe Northern Water Tribe could see. Okay, well, it'll be interesting. Anyway, on this episode or anything we discuss, final comments, Mel? Uh, I have none. There you go. Yeah. Allie. <laughs> uh, the music was really good. I like that they used, I forgot the actual name of it, but the traditional Japanese singing that like they also use in Demon Slayer. Again, this is my weed coming out, but like they did that with Kyoshi while she was in the Avatar state and like the Kyoshi Warriors. And I felt like I was in Edo, Japan. It was a good vibe. It's kind of that vibe for the whole. Yeah, I mean, the, by the way, she like specifically they said it was going to be like heavily Japan influenced. It sounded like you said this is my weed coming out. By the way, that is what I said. <laughs> yeah, that's, I that's also I was like, with wow. a D. Yeah, yeah. Weed. Oh yeah. no, weed. But... Isn't it? Well, podcast, no, I know well. that's what you meant. <laughs> Don't smoke anymore. Okay. <laughs> Sam, any final thoughts? Everyone's coming for me today. Zuko is the best part of the show thus far. And I'm a fan of him. The end. Nice. Delaney, final thoughts. Um, I really enjoyed this episode. I thought it was a lot of fun. And I'm also really enjoying, like, every time we see the Fire Nation ship, they do the fight, like, dun, dun. Like, it's so good. It makes me so happy. Yeah, that is accurate to the show. Yeah. They do that cue every time. Uh, so that's good. Yeah. Final question: Who would you give Milky to? Um, I. This isn't. <laughs> would you give Milky? To, would you give Milky to Boomy that, for the next episode? No, please retract all of this. Well, where it's is not... the Milky coming from? <laughs> from other yeah, what? From Cows merged with from, what? Exactly. Yeah. From the fridge. What is wrong with you people? But what in Avatar world? They don't have fridges. Milky. They don't have, don't have like cow pigs or I don't know. Yeah, the hippo cows. Oh yeah, yeah hippo the cows. hippo. Okay. They have milk in Avatar. Do they ever drink milk? Aang doesn't drink milk. Well, because he's a vegan. Oh, yeah, you can't give Aang milk here. (laughs) Why didn't we mention that to start with? All right, give him some... uh, That's the answer is no. banana juice. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, I said that to my wife. I was like, I wonder who they're going to, like, cast as Guru Patik if we ever get that far. And she's like, who is that? And I was like, oh, yeah, onion banana juice. And she's like, that sounds nasty. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't seem like they would do that. That's the type of silly thing that we're taking away, unfortunately. Um, okay. Man, Don't no milky, milky, no no one, no one <laughs> no, no, no milky for any. Sure. Well, milky yeah. for other people. Stop. Funny. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoyed this because usually I'm the one being bullied. I'm sorry, Allie. Um, are you though? I don't. <laughs> Pass the torch. No. <laughs> No, we, we, it was great. That was the best part of the podcast. So that's, I appreciate it. That's really... <laughs> that's not a good thing. No, that's the, that is a good thing. No, it's not. It's a child. Okay, if you, en- if you enjoyed the Milky, you can consider <laughs> supporting us via Patreon at <laughs> patreon.com. Do not. Slash overly animated. Thanks to our current patrons, especially our patrons of the podcast. Anon, and thanks as always to our patron executive producer, Steve Michael and Phoenician. Um, again, podcast at Overly Animated. Email us. At, tell us who you would give Milky to Please out of all the characters. Stop. And <laughs> not the move. We're gonna get like twenty five emails. Leave, leave a comment cheap. wherever. 
Uh, and uh, thank you guys for listening. We'll be back with episode three. I assume it's just called Omashi. What is it called? City? <laughs> what, what, what's, what, what's that stupid name? When... It is called It's called Omashi, Omashi yeah. Okay. Can we read <laughs> These titles are bad. <laughs> okay. We'll be back to talk Omashi soon. See you guys then. Thanks for listening. Bye. I don't know if I'm coming Bye. back. <laughs> <laughs>